For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What's up, everybody? This is Nate Bargetzi at the Nate Land Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in all the stuff all the stuff you're doing you're doing it it's going great i'm here with aaron weber and uh bryce i don't know oh boy. brian bates already started two very funny local comedian no is that get old that's always we're all local comedians uh it's fun to say it every time uh thank you guys you guys have been awesome you everybody's been very very nice everybody's you know as usual we appreciate it uh you know we're plugging along i think we're figuring it out keeping it going i start everything the same way uh just doing that uh so uh you know i guess we dive in right yeah to some comments as as usual we want to start with your comments if you're not a fan of this part fast forward (laughs) i mean it's you know on youtube it shows it breaks down everything. What do you mean? <clears throat> uh, they put the timestamps. They up, put the so timestamps up. I mean, you could. Oh yeah. You go to YouTube and you could just be one like, click. You're past. You're it. past it. Yeah. You know, and that's what we're here for. Just easy moving along. Nate says everyone's been very nice. Now let's read the comments. <laughs> let's read the comments. Huh? <laughs> this paper says I begged a different. <laughs> Probably said that. Whole sauce. Nate somehow managed to twist the phrase contrary to popular belief. To popular to disbelief, and I'm not sure you can ever recover from that. Did I, I said popular to disbelief? Yeah, uh, a few people yeah. pointed that out. Huh? A few people pointed that out. Yeah, but I, you know what? I think I saw once someone was like, "It's the same thing." <laughs> well, is it not contrary to popular belief? This is popular to disbelief. Is that not the same thing? I need to diagram mm. it, dude. I can't. It, there's a lot going on there. But is it mean the same thing? Contrary. Let me think about this. Contrary to popular belief. So popular belief, the opposite of popular belief, uh-huh. right? Right. Popular is, to disbelief. So if you is, don't believe <laughs> it's getting right to the point. It's actually better. It's actually better. Popular <laughs> to disbelief. Uh, this I'm, next I, one, I, I don't know how you're gonna you're gonna defend this one. Tuna eighty five. Nate, I don't have many things with sentimental value either. <laughs> sentimental <laughs> 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 Sen- what is it sentimental yeah. yeah sentimental it's cinnamon things <laughs> someone also pointed out you mentioned holly first then your wife and child for what you were like you know if i lost something as long as i got my dog my wife my child 
In that order. In that order. Whoever I can get to, they're all get to. very sentimental. Sentimental. <laughs> uh, a lot of bumper stickers will be a sell them. Sentimental <laughs> value. <laughs> bumper sticker. I don't know. We're not. Based Nate Knight. It's a fellow Nate. Don't throw me under the bus, buddy. Based on the difficulty with the vocabulary in the comments, I think Aaron hides his intelligence to make Nate feels more at ease. <laughs> Aaron, is that true? Absolutely not. Are Aaron, you pre- but I, we, th- I'm borderline. Think you're, you're sort of. Are you a prodigy of something? At what? I don't know. You play the piano really well. I think you're smarter than you're letting on. Oh, did you pretend? If I'm not doing to know- that, I'm not doing it to make you feel at ease. You know, yeah, that, that's kind of. Well, I don't want that. But if you yeah, are super smart and you're holding back, I feel like I'm decent at a lot of things. At a lot, and not, I'm not a prodigy at any one thing. But you're, you could be in the room. You would be with the prodigies. You would be able to. You'd be the interviewer of the prodigies. Oh yeah, that's a good because you could be like I can talk about all of your things that you guys right. do. I could be like inside the actor studio. That yes, dude. I could do. Yes, that. okay. Are all you right. are you dumbing it down for Nate? No. Okay. Are you pretending not to know portend? <laughs> are you pretending? <laughs> I forgot about are that. Are you pretending? Uh, I hadn't seen that word in a while. All you right. know who, what word? What's the and symbol? What's ampersand. That? Ampersand. My neighbor, Felix, who listens to the, every other episode of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And he said ampersand this morning. And I was like, come on. Right when he said it. He's like, and then he was like spelling something. He's like an ampersand. And I go, well, don't, you're being ridiculous. I go, what is that? And he goes, the and symbol. I was like, just say that. There's never any reason to say ampersand. Nobody just, says just ampersand. Just say and. That's what it is. I, look, I don't know. I didn't know when he said that. I wasn't like, oh, that's what that is. But my what was the popular context? disbelief, we were just saying, I, I forget. You know, sometimes we're, it means something different than and, though. Like I know uh, for like a TV show, if it's written by, yeah, the ampersand will mean something different than if it says just and. Written and if it's if it's the and symbol, yeah. then it's like the two of them together. And if yeah, it's yeah. the word and assistant it, to the regional, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, it's the uh, it means I don't more know equal. I don't know if that's true. Well, I remember all the scripts I've done that have gone nowhere. Uh, but it's st- the credits are like in some of that stuff, the way stuff gets worded in that is a big deal. Yeah. Story by versus if you get story by written by, if you get written, if you can get written by and have the two people on it, then you can get a chance to get created by. Cause if you look at everybody loves Raymond, he wasn't created by. Oh, that's interesting. He was, uh, based on the comedy of. Of everybody loves Raymond, even but uh, it was Phil Rosenthal was created the show, and some of that it's because he would have been when he made that show he was nobody. Mm-hmm. So I mean he doesn't get whatever he wants now. If he made a show, they he's going to get whatever he wants. Yeah, uh, but it's big fights when that stuff goes down, and it's weird because in TV you make a you they make you go through the entire contract for the first season. And this is before, and then they just say afterwards, you should, we shot the pilot, and they're like, no show. But I mean, you have to go through, and they're like, here's how much money you would make. Mm-hmm. Here's, I mean, it's like lawyers get super involved. It's all this big fight to then shoot the pilot and then be told no. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You're like, well, I don't want to, why tell me mm-hmm. all this stuff? You know? 
Just for fun, 1978-1900. My dad is a pastor who has performed a lot of weddings over the years, and he frequently uses the line during the ceremony to much laughter. Marriage is two people working together to solve problems that never would have had if they had just stayed single. Love the show. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. It's a funny thing for a pastor to say. Yeah, it's a good good icebreaker. Yeah. Uh, Henry Smith, Aaron looks like every D-line coach ever. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. He wishes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Coach Witt was my D-line coach in high school. I'm starting to look a little bit more like him every day. Like you just would be... What would you be? Shorts guy? Would you wear flip-flops or would you... Oh, uh, basketball shorts, t-shirt, whistle. Yeah. Hat. Yeah. Flip-flops? I could, I could see my whole look. No, not flip-flops. Really? Yeah. Tennis shoes, new you go barefoot. <laughs> no, I never had a coach go barefoot. I know. Well, that's why you should. Do that it. could be my thing. That could be your thing. Okay. Do you think you could coach football? I pro- uh, no, no. I got my. Walk- <laughs> I thought. Oh. I thought. I- yeah. Pro- no. No way. I went through a lot of thoughts there very quickly. I don't think so. My uh, my wife was supposed to. My daughter wants to play basketball, so she was like, "Oh, coach, I could coach now, especially because n- no touring." Uh, and I played basketball. I know basketball. And I guess I, I could coach it for eight year olds, but it's a lot of pressure. Like mm-hmm. parents get mad if you're not playing the kids. And yeah. Oh yeah. All that stuff. I'd be like one of those parents that, in probably heart, like don't let my daughter play as much, just so people don't think I'm fair. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Michael Ellis, <laughs> the look on Brian's face when you guys said you love the <laughs> idea of calling him different names is so funny. True unapproval and disappointment. I am so happy to see the number of subscribers has gone up so fast. I remember when it was only 300 or so. Great work, everyone. Last month. Last, yeah, 300 is back down. Uh, I, re- I do remember my YouTube, because you, subscribers on YouTube, or mine, it was not, when I started on touring, we were filming road all this road life stuff. And I remember it got up to like a, it was, I mean, it was, a, I had nothing. Because mm-hmm. all my YouTube videos are spread out. They're from like stand up and they're put up from different people. So it wasn't, you know. And so, yeah, we've jumped a ton. We're doing good. It's the podcast. All right. All right. That is my favorite running joke is just calling Brian. Everybody, I mean, they all see, do it. Even dude. in these comments, some of the names they call you are. Ah, hilarious. it's wonderful, dude. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary Lastella. Hey guys, love the podcast. Nate, I'm a huge fan, but I don't know why you pick on Brian so much. He Thank contributes you. a lot to the podcast. Yes. He also has a very soothing voice, and I think he should record audiobooks. Yes. Maybe Nate ha- maybe since Nate has such a hard time reading the comments, he should let Brian take over. All right, see uh Brian's mom apparently got a YouTube account. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. I mean there were a few comments like that, but they would call me by the wrong name, so I didn't think they had the real spirit of it. I was like, even when they're complimenting you, they still call you Bryce. Or we, no, yes. Even when they're defending me, they're like, Nate, yeah. you're a little too hard on Darren. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know if you're being sincere or not. Uh, they get so, off the Bs. Thank you, Mary. Oh, yeah. we're, they're just on B names They're out of right B now. names I mean, by like, now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We're, we go, you know, he does, Brian does very good. Brian does a lot of work. Brian puts all the stuff together that we talk about. No one's. Not acknowledging Brian gets paid appropriately for that, which is zero. <laughs> None, we're yeah. all getting zero. But one day Brian will get a little more than zero. Uh, just a handshake. That's eventually what we'll go to. I'm going to go to the Ellen show. 
You can go to the Ellen Show. Probably nicer treated better there. there. Treated better. Treated better at the Ellen Show. <laughs> I have a statement I'd like to read. Nate Bargatze is a good person. He did not make me say this. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you, Bryce, for the. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, all right. You know what? We are going to, I'm going to be always read the comments. I will always, the comments are not going to be taken from me, but what <laughs> I will, <laughs> you will have to, what is it? Pride at my dead hand. What is it? Michael Scott? Yeah. He goes, I will not leave this office. You will have to burn this building down. When he does the, you have, you have 24 hours. <laughs> Why'd you uh, say that? <laughs> They're like, I don't know. I, they always say they that. They always say that. I always read the comments, but we did think of something. When we go through the other things, I will read it until I mess up, and then I get it taken from me. <laughs> until Brian messes up. You got a then, short leash. And then it comes back. It goes around until someone messes up. That's what I think it should happen. Wow. Robbie G, guys, you have great chemistry and balance. Uh, I'm sure most realize the heckling of one another is the stuff we did sitting around in our basements in high school, which is part of what makes the show killer. Brendan, you are interested. <laughs> Brennan, you're in, uh, oh man, integral. <laughs> the Brendan threw me off. What's that? How do you say in- integral? Integral. You had it right the first time. I know. Uh, the Brendan messed me up. Brendan, you're integral. I can't say it. Integral. It's all right. Brendan, I think integral's right too. I've integral. Heard it pronounced both ways. Oh, thanks, Aaron. So I say integral. Uh, that that felt like a dumb it down. <laughs> he goes, hey. Any you said you're it doing right. great, man. Hey. Keep going. You're totally dumbing it down now for him, Brendan. Oh, you're integral, <laughs> Brendan. Yes, Nate. Real word that means necessary to the show. <laughs> They're dumbing it down for they, him. Now. It wouldn't be the same without all of you. Uh, you know, talk about a guy that gets it. <laughs> and and don't think I know y'all are throwing words in. Y'all won't be using all these words. No, dude. nobody. You don't use those words in YouTube comments, dude. There, I see them. Chris Cho, I think what Aaron was going to say before Nate was set off was that before Nate was set off was that some people argue that having children is selfish because of the idea that a person thinks that the world needs another version of them, someone with their DNA mini me. When there are children in orphanages around the world that need loving parents, it's not that the world doesn't need children, but the world need their children. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, or uh, adopting is huge. My sister does the the fostering; it's wonderful. And uh, fostering, I mean, it's you know, it's a, an amazing, amazing thing. And they get called in the middle of the night, and it's just like you got to take a kid now, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, be eleven o'clock at night. It's like yeah. we have uh, your whole yes. family has helped out. I mean, I've met uh, was it Jasmine? Jasmine was there. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, we bring them in. That's a, it's a, it's a, we're a big, our family's uh yeah, if someone comes in, we're like, you're part of our family now, and yeah. then you're just in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're on the same page about that. You don't like it. Okay. Uh, no, I mean. <clears throat> no, you're not against, you're against adoption. No, that's not what I'm saying. Go ahead, I'm Aaron. saying the Aaron, comment, I was yourself. like, we're all, we're all on the same page here in the, the, among the three of us, I feel like. Yes. I think adopting should be way more, you know, it should be more talked about. And uh, I think easy. I mean, it can't be easier. It's definitely got to be harder. You know, it's a weird thing that you can, but it seems like it's a long system. Mm-hmm. It's hard for people to get. But it's when someone does adopt, as my mom always said, it's the 
most selfless thing you can do. Yep. Uh, and it's a truly wonderful. Mark Archer, my wife and I are listening to this episode as we struggle to get our six-month-old twin boys to sleep, high-fiving each other as Nate goes off on his rant about people who deem themselves too worthy to have kids. My wife said those are the same people that ask to use your restroom and they don't flush the toilet because they are saving the oceans. See? Yeah, they get it, too. <laughs> they go. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've even made not flushed the toilet. Like, uh, but I know people that, yeah, when they... If it's, you, you know, they say don't flush it, I, I, I flush. Yeah. I flush. That'd be another <laughs> advantage of getting a urinal, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. That's what they need. Yeah. A urinal. In every house. Yeah. Hannah Paulson, Nate says people who don't want kids are doing it because they're selfish. But then three seconds later, Nate says, what have put down and tell people it's selfish <laughs> to have kids. Don't tell me what to do. That's so pompous. People shouldn't say things that make people feel bad. Do you see how you're contradictory and offensive here? <laughs> Not really, but <laughs> you know, I'm I'm sure you're right. Like I, you know, like I think I say a lot of things that sound like I'm arguing, like two people arguing. Yeah, and it's just coming out of the same mouth. <laughs> and yeah, I, I'm pretty. That's that's just a big thing, you know. But you just do it. Just let them write it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's the point. I think most people do that. They don't, I don't know if they do that. Maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you shouldn't. All right. Matt Carter, I love the full-on I love the full on Nate Rand. I love the passion. It would be so easy to label Nate as just this simple guy who doesn't care. Thanks for saying what you really think. All right. Now we're starting to get some traction here. <laughs> this is uh, – we're going to start picking up. Thanks, Matt. Jake Peterson, when we say you dress like it's fall, it's not because you're wearing a hoodie. It's because Aaron is wearing flannels. Like he just left a pumpkin patch. <laughs> Amen. Well, he wore a flower hat to counteract that today. That's right. Uh, Don Thompson, Nate, right on the money when he said Laura earned everything that he has. How about more on how you three met? Do wives and fiancés hang out? My wife suspects that Laura made all the arrangements for Brian Bart's reception. <laughs> uh, we do. Yep. Uh, we do hang out. Uh, I mean, me and Bates have been pretty close friends for 10 years and so we've uh, aaron i met second episode of this podcast uh they're apparently i feel like i'm just meeting you now you're I the know. smartest human being awesome. that's ever existed goes down there and just plays our piano like a maniac just and like oh it's not a big deal just gets gets in his van and drives home uh no we all hang out uh, we go out with uh, your wife Ruth now, and uh, we've been there, and uh, not crazy. We've Everybody's never been busy. out together. We did the Predators thing. We went together. Uh, the thing you performed at? Yeah, yeah. We, we all came you. as went as a fam. But I mean, your Ruth comes because most things that we were doing were work related. So Ruth has been on the bus. She's been on. You know, she's hung out. She's been with us. It's not like I don't know who she is. Yep. And Laura. Uh, yeah, Laura did. Handle the reception, the arrangements. Yes. Yeah. And your really? mom was obvious. Oh, man. It's a great call. Uh, it was my idea. It was your idea to have her handle it? It was my idea <laughs> for the reception. Oh. But I don't, but she does the. Okay. I mean, she has to do the work. That's right. I'm the idea man. <laughs> I come in with the ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're and your fiance, which we were around her a lot, Lucy. Yeah. Uh, at Zany's. It's a small world that we're in. 
It is. Yeah. yeah. No one's under. Yeah. It's we're all very we're close. It wouldn't be weird if they the wives walked in right now. No one would be like, uh, why'd you bring your girl? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, did we answer all? How about more on? Yeah. When we all met doing comedy. That's how we all met. Uh, Torin Shanta. I'm teaching AP European history this fall. My current plan is just to show them the clip of Nate, Aaron, and Brian trying to figure out what the Middle Ages is and assume that we will prepare them for the test. I like that. We, we're still going to do an episode on Middle Ages. That's Someone emailed me about that knows a lot about Middle Ages. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He's from the Middle Ages. I said, how did you get an email? He's like, <laughs> well, it was difficult, but I got it. Uh, I like that. We're going to be, this will be the first AP class I'll ever be a part of. <laughs> it's, that, it's the idea that that will inspire them to take their studies more seriously. It could be. Yeah. To be good. Do you want to do this? <laughs> Is this where you want to end up? They just show this as me just being integral. And they go, do you even know what he's trying to say? And they're like, I don't even know. I want to know how Popular accurate we disbelief. were. How yeah. accurate were we? With the Middle Ages? Yeah. Well, we'll find out. I mean, we what, talk about what claims Ages. did we make? I can't even remember. Well, I, I said it was from like 500s to the 1500s based on Wikipedia. No. Wikipedia is usually pretty good. There's still people out there who think we know what we're talking about, unfortunately. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's put that <clears> we look it up. We try to give it a go, but that's about all we can do. Yeah. Morgan Quistra. Quistra. <laughs> Morgan Quistra. Wait, so Brian sleeps with a CPAP machine but takes off his wedding ring at night because it's uncomfortable? That's a good point. That's a fair point. You know, but, but the wedding ring doesn't help you breathe. Well, I'm just, I wouldn't wear a CPAP if I didn't have to. Yeah. I think, but yeah, but it's like, you know, I mean, he's getting so locked and loaded <laughs> when he goes to bed. I mean, it's like. Like, what's one more thing? Just keep the ring on? Yeah, it's like, yeah. just, is the ring really going to bother you? Yeah, should put your belt on. You too. have a helmet yeah. and a mask on your face. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, just wear your clothes to bed. Shoes. <laughs> Shoes, everything. everything. It's a fair point, Morgan. You'll wake up ready to go, man. Yeah. I feel like Morgan is Ruth in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Kyler P- Poole, that remedial math class really stuck for old Nate. 41 divided by 2 is 22. Book it. 41 divided by 2 is 22. When was a that? A few people pointed that out. I, get, I didn't catch it, but the, last week when we were doing half your age plus yeah. 7, Apparently, yeah. you said 41. I'm 41 divided by two, so that's 22. <laughs> it's uh, not far off. Dude. It's not far off. I would be, yeah, 20 and a half. It's close yeah. enough. We didn't feel like we needed to correct him. It's right. just like, yeah. just stick with the main stuff. As I've learned, if you can say stuff with a little confidence, nobody, and you're close enough, <laughs> you're going to get by. That's That's the advice. CJ Brian has resting confused face. I get that makes it is that is that is true. Well, let me say first of all, when Nate's talking, it's not resting. Yeah, uh, but I've had this before. When I was a senior in high school, we went on our senior trip to Panama City. It was my first time away from my parents. I was so excited. My friends down there, and we met these girls. And I was trying to be so cool, just hanging out. And out of nowhere, one of these girls just goes. This guy looks worried. <laughs> and they all start dying laughing. Yeah. And they're like, look, he's worried. And the rest of the trip, they called me worried. That was my nickname, was worried. <laughs> worried is such a good word to use. Like if they would have said this yeah. guy looks confused, worried. worried. <laughs> I mean, they named unbelievable. They labeled dude. me that. Yeah. God. Oh, man. Worried is such a good word. Yeah. 
for that situation. Yeah, women know how to cut to cut to your heart, don't they? She mm. could have said confused. That, she could have said that would have ruined the whole trip for me. I mean, I still remember it to this day. <laughs> he could have You're said just trying to hang out. Be I was trying to be so cool by not talking. This guy looks like, yeah, worried. man. Yeah, and then she. I mean, I had said a bum word. over here looks worried. Who's he with? You two? <laughs> and then for them just to call you worried. <laughs> God, oh, that's, that's funny. so funny, dude. I still remember it. How? I mean. That's like, that's like professional stand-up. That's the you would. It's a great. You would down. try different words. Right. You would be scared. If you you would try everything. Yeah. And worried. <laughs> if anybody's like think about comedy, worried is just a very funny word, and it's a it's just such a description that it's not a strong person. And it's a. Good- I mean, it hurts. Like you know, you don't say worried about. Right. He man is not worried. No. You like or like there's you know soldiers are not yeah. worried like they're you know they're confused they're they could be scared scared yeah. is okay yeah worried is... also not worried about anything in particular just worried in Wor- general that's <laughs> a general look <laughs> and it's coming from a, like guys you maybe could say that but from a girl oh yeah and they all laughed i mean i was mortified yeah oh. <laughs> got more worried she got super worried yeah. yeah it's uh it is self-fulfilling Couple more. Stephen Bauer. I walked into a public restroom at a grocery store to an old man completely naked washing his underwear in the sink. Looks at me directly in my eyes and says, I just didn't make it, you know? I just had to turn around and walk straight out. That's insane, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we talked about that, right? Like, yeah. I think there's two. That's, th- that's not like normal. You can't just be like, guy code, right? You cool? Yeah. And I love like, it. I love it. Well, there's some guys that would be like, that. I'll, your secret's safe. Like they, I think, do like that, but that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. I just didn't make it. Just throw your underwear away. <laughs> well, this guy's having a bad day. Yeah. Right? Somebody walks in on him and he plays. I kind of respect how he played it off like that. I do too. I don't. Th- just I like, don't. You know what? It happened. I can't change it. I'm trying to fix it. I don't. Sometimes think, you don't, I don't make I'm it. I'm not you playing know? into it. I don't think he's just throw him away. I think old people have limited number of underwear and they're going to make them ride. Those said Wednesday and you can't get more. (laughs) Because these are my, it says Wednesday on the back of them. Everybody has a favorite pair, right? Do you have a favorite pair of underwear? Uh, Change your whole day? Oh man, I have a couple that. I I, I buy the same kind that I like. Okay. And then so they're all the same. Okay. Same kind. Uh yeah, do y'all have? I mean, what do you? you know, what, I feel like you, you want to tell us about yours. No, I, I, yeah, okay. yeah that's what I feel like. That's like an old man. That's like all mine. I have all. Says. I have all Meundies, but there's the, some. The design will give me a little extra confidence if I, know, <laughs> if I know that I'm wearing it. Yeah, I'll just feel good. I mine are <laughs> mine are just regular colors. Mine are Lululemon. Oh, uh, man, <laughs> makes sense. They they're women's. Uh. Ah, uh, <laughs> I I I started getting not getting the design because I wear shorts and so I wear like the like the short ones that kind of go down. Yeah. And when I sit down, like my regular shorts will show them, and it was right. embarrassing. Yeah. If it's like camouflage and you're like, I'm sorry. Dinosaurs yeah. Or something if someone's like, I'm 40, forty. Two pair of shorts and camouflage underwear. Almond milk. Last one. Eight episodes in, and I just noticed Nate, Aaron, and Dave don't say any swear words ever. I never knew it was so possible to smile from ear to ear for an hour without any F-bombs. New favorite podcast. 
That is true. We try to keep Dave calm down. He would let it rip. Uh, yeah. You know, if you know my comedy, my comedy's clean. And so that's the general, you know, I don't want my parents to get mad at me. Uh, so we've, we just, and we're all clean comedians. And so we just stayed being a clean comedian. Well, it's not like we're letting it rip off camera. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it is. this is how we are. And, uh, yeah, we don't make it try to make a big deal about it. You know, I think as a clean comedian, you always your best compliment as a clean comedian is when people are like, "Oh, I didn't realize you were clean." Yeah. That's the, that's what you're trying to go for. That's and cool. so that's this podcast is kind of the same thing. We want it to be like that where you maybe you don't notice. And you know, there's plenty of there's plenty of cursing in podcasts. So you can find you can find it if you want it, but uh here one day we will uh, just turn. <laughs> I told, I did an interview with, uh, not to be name dropping, but, uh, with Jeff Foxworth has a show on Sirius and I did one, an interview with him or t- we just talked for like, and he does like an hour thing and he was talking about being clean. And I was like, you know, I was like, it's just how I started clean. And when you start clean, I mean, now it's been 17 years of writing joke clean, so I'm trained that way. I don't really think of any sex jokes. I don't I'm not saying I ever wouldn't or if something doesn't come up. I but I I just don't kind of, my brain doesn't kind of go to there anymore. Uh but I was talking to uh Foxworth about it. It's like, you know, as like it's not I was like, I'm just clean, you know. I was like, I don't it's like I'm gonna be like, but once my parents die, I'm gonna <laughs> let it rip. You know, I'm just I'm just wading them out. Hmm. Uh all right, we're gonna. Uh, here we go. We're on to the topic today. I'm not a good transit. I'm not a good transition guy. That's what I've just realized. Yeah. Into like the comments, I think I start weird. I'm gonna get better at that. Well, this one's going pretty good. I don't know. People would argue that it's not. Uh, I've heard. I've heard people are. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're doing something different. We're actually having uh, our first guest today. We got it. We got a guest. We got someone sitting in. And uh, we're very excited to have him. This episode, uh, just so you know, we're going to talk about TV, a lot of TV episodes, something we're all excited about. Uh, this guest was an easy get. Uh, wasn't <laughs> tough to get him. Uh, too easy, to be honest. Uh, this guy's uh, I've become very good friends with. And uh, you can come on in. Please welcome uh, John Augustine. Everybody, look at this. The big no one cares, John. Aaron clapped a little bit. Uh <laughs> Little delayed, <laughs> Vandy fight song. All right, you might. Uh, that's about how Vandy starts their fights. It's always late a little bit. Uh, if you want to, John Augustine is a golfer at Vanderbilt. Me and John have become friends. Uh, he's in his fifth year now at Vanderbilt. Sometimes, hey, not everybody graduates in four. Sometimes it takes people longer. Uh, he, he's going to try to tell you it's because of COVID. Not true at all. She couldn't cut it. Uh, because I don't know. Uh, me and John have, uh, we've, uh, got to golf a lot. Uh, I'm at where I play is where Vanderbilt's golf team is at. And so, uh, me and John have hit it off and been fun. And John is playing in the U S open and the masters wow. this year as an amateur. Uh, so we want everybody to watch that. We're all rooting for John. Big deal. I mean, think John, you think you can win? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the attitude yeah, you got to have. Going to the tournament to play well. Should and play well, should be in contention. Just, so. uh, yeah, talking. Yeah. Do you feel like it 
so there'll be no fans there, right? Um, yeah, they're not going to have fans. They haven't exactly stated yet whether they're going to allow like, you know, family. Yeah. Family, maybe 10 people per group or something like that, but it's certainly going to be different. I would imagine. Yeah. But, well, that's how you play golf most of the time, right? Yeah. yeah so maybe easier. Yeah. There's uh, we nobody have a pretty that big attends group our that tournaments. Walks behind us. Every time we play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just regular, just your regular normal round. We just got some guys behind us. Yeah. Mm. John, when I played the club championship, John showed up. We did it. So it was, I was playing in our club championship and, uh, it's my first kind of real competition I've played in, in golf. Very excited. Uh, you know, I, I, I kind of go crazy in golf session these times. I've, I just went nuts. And so I get playing in it. First day I shoot a 73, one over. Everybody and, was shocked. Huh? Everybody was shocked. Everybody was shocked. <laughs> I mean, I was I was in the final group. So then they you get paired, you just three days. And so I shoot a 73 in tournament play. Probably the best. It's the best I've ever played. Because this is you got to put everything in. There's no gimmies. There's no nothing. So uh, we get, I get in that final group. And that second day, it just, the wheels come off. And uh ended up shooting 83 that second day. But I had on back-to-back holes, I had eight. Mm. And I mean, one of them, I hit a ball. It went in some high grass. Uh, they actually found it, but I thought I was playing a different ball. I go back, hit another ball, and then it comes out, and I was like, oh, no, that was my ball. And you can't hit it, and so now I've already taken the stroke. Yeah. So I get an eight, and then that's what John kind of shows up because he's going to ride around for a few holes. And so he shows up and sees that, and I'm just driving next to him. I was like, I just got an eight on that hole. <laughs> like, and then I just – next one, I just hook uh, on the – Left out of bounds, so I had to hit a provisional. No. Well, you, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep, you're right. And it then wasn't I, out of bounds, you just couldn't find it. Just couldn't find it, and then yeah, not out of bounds. And then I, the other one goes out of bounds. It goes left again. And I look at John, and John just goes, "We're fine, one of those." <laughs> <laughs> and then we went, and I was in a bunker, and for some reason I tried to hit a seven iron. Like it was like it was just a mess. And I mean, John was like, he goes, "Look." You got to just get like a triple bogey. Now. Like at this point, just triple bogey it. Well, and I, I get an eight. After trying to get it out of the sand on your, what, probably, what, fifth shot now? Yeah. I looked at you. I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What is dude? this? I mean, and the first time we played together, I putted and I, I missed the putt. Putt went too long. He just goes, your speed is awful. And then just kept walking. <laughs> like my speed, y'all know. Do you get nervous is? playing golf around people that are really good at golf? Is there part of you that 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 you get uh, more nerves? And that happens? I don't think so. I, uh, you know, I mean, now me and him have played so much, so I don't. Uh, you know, I played with Jason Day a few times, and I don't. I mean, you want to play good. I don't think I, I weirdly don't get nervous in that kind of yeah. scenario. I would get nervous. I mean, you don't. I know I'm now good enough to the ball is going to go out there. like it's i'm yeah. going to hit it i mean now I, i've got the topping i was topping the ball recently i got embarrassed when i was playing with these guys and i had i had hit five provisional balls on a hole and i shot an 82 so that means i had five double bogeys and i still shot an 80 like i would have shot even par yeah yeah and they but i kept topping them and then they would like hit and then they'd go 10 yards and that was i was playing two guys that were like scratch and that was kind of embarrassing because it just kept happening over and over again. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of them, it happened like three times, three tee boxes in a row. And that was like, and I didn't really know these guys. And they were like, they were, I was like, oh, that's all right. You know, they're just kind of like, 
And I mean, I'm just constantly having to throw another ball down. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, but it's gotten better. Which like the games were, you know, putting, getting yeah. better. Yeah, I mean, with how much you've been playing, I'd say that it, there was nowhere else to go. It was, but it better. had to get better. It had to so, get better. You know, it's uh. What's the best score yeah. you've ever? I don't know why we're talking about Nate's golf game. Right. We got a professional <laughs> uh, golfer. I've shot even par once. Thank you, Brian. Uh, and seventy three in the club. Um, oh, John's here. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, John. I've shot sixty a few times. Never shot fifty nine. Yeah. Uh, shot right. sixty actually at Vanderbilt Legends. Yeah. Um, on the South Course, I shot sixty at my home course in Owensboro, Kentucky. That's where I'm from. You should try uh, Riverside and Hermitage. Yeah, I've heard everybody's talking about it. I know so. we're going to take. Them. <laughs> you well, you got to go with there. us there. I want to go. I want you to go with me to uh, just to, Riverside. I grew up playing. I think it's not. It's gotten better, yeah. but it's it's just a public course that's been around forever. Yeah, I'm so curious to see y'all playing because you could drive every green. I think. Yeah. Uh, Have you shot a sixty, Brian? <laughs> yeah, Brian on the is, front. No, Brian is sixty. Uh, is that what you meant? Yeah. Right. How old is Brian? Are you sixty now? Or are you not? Uh, I, uh, Brian's gotten a lot better. Yeah. Brian's got a lot, lot better. We played with, uh, my buddy, Michael <laughs> and Michael hasn't played forever. And if Michael hits it, Michael can hit it, but he was just kind of really off. And so we had them play the last three holes. I was like, all right, y'all two got to go at it. And Brian had to give Michael a stroke, which Brian has never given anybody a stroke <laughs> ever. And he had to give him a stroke. And it was, I mean, he was, <laughs> we were doing triple, bogey max and out of those three holes i think two of them they both got triple bogey maxes uh-huh. and then the last hole was a free-for-all you could score <laughs> yeah and it was just it was so fun for me just to watch because they get both they both get themselves in just some brutal trouble <laughs> yeah and they and i'm watching brian had to go look for his ball when he tees it off goes and looks for it has to drop again and the, he's basically by the tee box, back by the tee box where the group behind us is, which was funny just to think you would have to go to talk to the guys behind us because you guys quiet down and try to hit my second <laughs> shot, please. Uh, and then just, and then watching Brian go up. I mean, you got y'all both tied that hole, but Michael had a putt. And then we go play one playoff hole, and Michael pars, I mean, just 250 yard drive right down the middle on the green, pars it. And it was like, easy. Yeah, yeah. it was like nothing. Yeah. So you, you're so John is uh, he finished. He was a finalist at the USAM last year. So he got to be. He would be done with school right now. Yeah. He would have already graduated. He did graduate. Uh, he would have already be done. Would already played in the Masters yeah, and so. the Open. You'd already you'd be on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you know you never know for sure, but I would likely have played the PGA Tour this summer with some sponsors invites and yeah. so. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's all, all good. All that happens, you know, for a reason. So we'll just kind of waiting it out. I'm going to play the U S open the masters this fall. And then, uh, you know, take some, hopefully get some exemptions after that and either next summer or, um, if plans change and I leave after a first, this first semester, I'm not sure yet. How nervous do you think you will be at Augusta? Like you've played Augusta. Yeah. But I mean, right. When it's, I think, uh, what time do you think you're tee off? Super early, y'all tee off. They see an amateur. Send them out at six thirty. You're out before they before they announce. Yeah, they're cutting. They're going to cut the first fairway while I'm teeing off. Just Um, heads up, guys. Don't catch the lawn crew, but they're about two holes ahead of you. Uh, Um, I don't know when I'm. Do the amateurs when do they usually tee off the amateurs? It it, 
varies. Yeah, it, it varies. So, you know, I, I don't know when I'll tee off. But, yeah, I mean, I'll be nervous. But, you know, I've luckily played in a PGA Tour event. I played in one um, last year. And so I didn't feel more nervous there than any other event. I'm always, you know, kind of anxious on the first tee shot. But yeah. once, once I can get it off the tee, we're just kind of And then you're, competing. you're playing. Yeah. I think it's going to help with no crowd. I mean, they talked yeah. about with uh, well, Jason Day talked about you know with no crowd like it is. You could see people like who's going to thrive in those crowd situations mm-hmm. are going to be the guys that have been around for a long time. So, and the people that could I, get nervous. I just I think that the people who you would think would thrive in the crowds are the new guys out on tour, and then myself being an amateur, like all those guys have been playing college golf, amateur golf, junior golf for the last. You know, they're most of their lives yeah. where nobody shows up. And oh, so, yeah, so they're used to it. Like, they're used to it. Like, Colin Morikawa, yeah. I know well, you know, he won the PGA three weeks ago or whatever. I mean, no, that's what I'm saying, that he, he would thrive in that. Yeah, Colin. he would. Yes. You said that's, guys that would be all around well, forever. I mean, clearly, we know from the comments, I <laughs> contradict popular disbelief. <laughs> I I mess up quite a bit. But that, that's what I mean. It's the, it's going to help. Like, I think that's Jason was saying, like, Tiger Woods, if it's crowded Sunday, mm-hmm. Tiger's going to – he thrives right. that crowd yeah, being around. Yeah. Versus a newer Colin, you know, yeah, yeah. some of these younger kids, like, they would – they buck. I mean, look, they have when Tiger won the Masters last year mm-hmm. was seeing Kepka and all those – like, that had to play into it. Like, Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like crowds. I want, you know, in the – you know, whatever, probably 10 events that I've actually had big crowds. Like, I mm-hmm. think it's fun. I think it's, you know. Yeah, crowds are great. It's great. You know, you kind of feel off the energy. So yeah. I, I'm kind of conflicted on the subject. I think it could go both ways. Well, we need you to make a decision. <laughs> so, uh, But make sure you go watch John at the uh, – we're very excited at the U.S. Thank Open you. and yeah, the Masters. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, I don't know what – no, none of us are doing. No. A bunch of losers here. <laughs> We started a podcast. <laughs> uh, so, John, also, we, one thing we've uh, bonded over was uh, Seinfeld, uh, mm-hmm. big Seinfeld. John is 22, yeah. right? Super young, born the year I graduated high school. I could be his father. I think it, my parents wouldn't have been thrilled about it, but <laughs> I could, the age fit. It works, works out. out. Yeah, you had been 20. 19. No, nine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I would have been 19. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, that math again, dude. Yeah, here we go. I, I would be two. exactly the divided by two plus seven, uh, almost. <laughs> uh, so, but he a big Seinfeld fan, which is not was was surprising. Yeah, as, a, as someone your age, you wouldn't think. I think people are watching is with the Friends, Office, Seinfeld. I think mm-hmm. those they're getting an extra life with that, and it's a big extra life mm-hmm. with the Netflix and Hulu. And all, they're showing these shows again. I mean, Friends. I mean, I think people are watching Friends. Like, it's John it's, and I are roughly the same age. Right. There was a TBS block for a while mm-hmm. with yeah. that. It was like King of Queens, Seinfeld. What else was Air on? Bell you know I'm about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Just, all those shows were on there. So mm-hmm. that's how I watched all of them. Yeah, but what? for for you guys, you grew up with the internet. Like anybody right. born 1990 or later probably had the internet your whole life. I f- do you feel like you view TV different than than us in the sense that TV yeah. was I don't like to me and him get yeah. we're on this side now. I knew I knew yeah. yeah yeah well I think what uh, is it your thing we said it before a couple guys us that, yeah that you always say about me and you we're, we're both two guys both in our 40s 
both born in the 70s and both graduate high school in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just facts. Yeah. I don't know what's facts. funny yeah. about it. Um, you know, I think, like for me, going back to like what Aaron said, like I grew up, because I think I liked Seinfeld so much, was I grew up when my, my dad loved Seinfeld. And so mm-hmm. every single night at 5 o'clock, TBS showed five, you know, 5 to 5.30, 5.30 two episodes of Seinfeld every yeah. night. And so, I mean, I did that for every. 17 and you years thought, of my life. you thought it was on air because you were so young. I don't know what I thought. I, I don't yeah. think, uh, I mean, I think when I was probably 14, I yeah. was pretty aware that it was not on TV. Well, but. I thought, uh, which we're talking about, I thought Andy Griffith was, I didn't know that it was not. And it was off air for 40 years. <laughs> yeah. It was like off air before my parents were born. Why did you think it was in black and white? <laughs> Nothing else on TV. I mean, when <laughs> I was a kid, dude, it's on TV. It's had... an artistic decision yeah. from Andy No, Griffith. I'm not even remotely. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had a black and white TV in our. Uh, really? Yeah, in our kitchen. We, oh, we my too. parents brought a small black and white TV. I didn't, we didn't have HD TV, dude. It was on regular you know, sorry, dude. Not all grew up with money like you. <laughs> I thought as a as a kid watching sitcoms, I thought the actors just improved it there on the spot. Like I didn't realize there were. That's dumber than what I think. Well, <laughs> well I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember watching an episode of something, and one of them kind of started laugh, broke character a little bit, and and my mom's like, "Oh, look, they're about to laugh." And I thought, "Oh, okay. Well, why don't I'm shocked they don't laugh all the time." Because they don't know what's coming. Because I <laughs> yeah. really just thought they were thinking of it there on the yeah. spot. But I was yeah. six. Yeah. I had that. I remember I used to think people really died in TV shows and movies. And I mean, I remember y'all, well, what I did I was, was nothing. Y'all yeah. maybe. These we were are the, very young. These are two of the dumbest comments I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you learned about Andy Griffith like six years ago. No, but I, it, for me to be a kid and think that it's currently being filmed now is not that insane. You think it's all made up. You think these people are truly dead. That's wild. I remember watching like Gunsmoke with my grandparents and and people would die. And I'd be like, man, they really gave it all for this show. And it's like, that's amazing. They do that. They were that committed. You know, they are. Did you think of any? No, I can't say I've ever thought of that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Is that how you get into Vanderbilt? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. He went to Notre Dame. Yeah, exactly. That's not easy that's, to get into. But did you guys well, apparently like, it is. I didn't write about this in my <laughs> Apparently it is. Yeah. I had no internet, so TV is all we had to watch. Did, yeah. Were you on your computers more or watching TV more? TV. I've I'd never watched TV on my computer. I didn't have a computer. Like I had a computer in my house, like a family computer, you know, with desktop and yeah. everything. But like I didn't have like a laptop until I went to college. And so... But I now never, do you watch, so you watch everything on, when you're at home, are you watching on your phone? Are you watching on your iPad, TV? Your, I would I would say I pretty much always watch it on TV. Yeah. Now it may be like a smart TV where you're yeah. connected to Wi-Fi, you watch Netflix or Hulu or yeah. whatever, but yeah, it's mean, like that. most of the stuff I'm watching, if it's not Seinfeld, I'm watching sports. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have cable. No, well, uh, I, no, I have YouTube TV. YouTube right now. TV. So I yeah. get the channels, the live. Yeah, channels, that's but. that's the. I mean, it's such a crazy thing. But that's you know we've talked about TV. Let, look, let's get into this All TV. Right. So when was when was TV invented? The world's first television was created in 1927 by a 21 year old inventor named Philo Taylor, or Philo or Philo. If it's Philo, then I get to take over reading. Well, we don't know. I right. forgot his last name. He's here, Farnsworth. Farnsworth. Philo Taylor Farnsworth. Uh, All right. I think I get that. A name like that, that doesn't count. What was on it? 
On the TV? Yeah. Picture just, it has a TV. What's what's on it? Just his family. The, the VCR hasn't been invented. Just his family's on <laughs> yeah. there? Just uh, pictures. Yeah, what was on? Uh, well, what was the first TV show? America's first televi- television program aired in 1928 and was called The Queen's Messenger. It was a radio drama adapted for television. The program was thought to be broadcast only to four television sets. <laughs> so 1927, the TV was invented. Nothing was on it. Yeah. And then 1928, that show, The Queen's and Messenger. And Philo was like, thank God you finally gave me something to put on this <laughs> yeah. TV. I've had it for a year. Yeah. And he just one night, because I do this every night. <laughs> just seeing. Nothing. Goes, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> just one day. Just Queen's Messenger. What's this? Uh, change it. <laughs> Back to nothing. It's not good. It's like it just stinks. Uh, it's got to be cr- pretty weird though that it was a radio. Like, if I'm thinking of this correctly, it would be a radio show that they now are putting on TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, you know I've done uh, a show they do when I would do the Prairie Home Companion, which is on NPR. Chris Thiele. Uh They they do Tom Papa would write out like rate this kind of stuff like a radio show where you're mm-hmm. you're kind of like it's either being funny or it's like that kind of stuff it's pretty interesting i mean it's like people are listening to radio i mean i think people used to sit around the radio like, it's interesting that we've kind of come back to that now i mean we're doing a podcast right now mm-hmm. the idea yeah. of doing this 20 years ago would be insane yeah you're gonna do right. a radio show well the same you know? thing with like the herd like that's a radio show but right, they put yeah. it on Fox Sports One. Yeah. You know? Do you listen yeah. to any regular radio or do you think you'd be all do you listen to podcasts? Uh, I listen to some podcasts. They gotta yeah. be good. I haven't listened to this one yet. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, because that's but, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, uh but no, I listen to the only radio I listen to is one oh four five yeah. the game. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. I, was, I listen yeah. to that in the morning. The zone? That's it. The one oh two five the game. I listen to one oh four five midday one eighty. Uh yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. The zone. All right. Yeah. They so, uh, play Travis in yeah. the morning. So they they're doing. Uh, I wonder if like now like radio is like because I mean there's going to be people that are not listening to pod. I mean all they're doing is listening to podcasts. They're mm-hmm. not yeah. regular radio. I think Sirius does good. I listen to Sirius. I like Sirius. I like just how easy that once it's all going to change. Once everything the, the thing with internet TV and internet all this stuff with the radio is you have to go to the you can't just flip and listen mm-hmm. to what's on yeah so once that I feel like is on you know like with serious radio I can go you can go to news sports comedy yeah. you know and I'm, I get to kind of just flip and whichever thing I want to stop on but once you with uh internet radio you gotta like I feel like you gotta go like you know TV is, yeah, I got to go to Netflix. I got to come out of Netflix. Got to go to Hulu. It's mm-hmm. these extra steps that I think is the only thing that's keeping it from just, you know, regular cables gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, pa- my parents, like two nights ago, were like, asked me, like, what am I paying for YouTube TV? And I told them, they're like, they're paying like four times that for yeah. cable. And so yeah. they're like, well, we're going to try YouTube TV. And so I gave them my account information. They signed in and, uh, my mom immediately calls me and was like, why can't you switch between between channels? And I was like, what do you mean? You just like go back and like scroll down. She's like, so I have to do that every time I want to switch <laughs> yeah. the channel. And I was yeah. like, yeah, it's pretty simple <laughs> though. You know, it's not very hard. It's how you get into it though. Yeah. It's, yeah I like, think for you. I can't click 24. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Well, she wants <laughs> to just turn it and it pops yes. on. And you're kind of flipping through it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of done. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, I don't really flip. Now the guide, I don't do it much. Right. But sometimes it's nice to press down and it changes the channel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we have, my parents are on YouTube TV now. Yeah. They're done. We still have direct TV, <clears throat> but I mean, we're close. It's close. I mean, cause it just seems like everything's there mm-hmm. and I don't know. I don't understand. Like there's parts that we're not even, I don't get to watch as much TV as I want to now. And so it's just, what's, you know, my daughter, I think my daughter is not ever going to, she'll just be Netflix. Like it's, yeah. she's just used to. Well, that's kids don't even think about TV in the same way that we do as, as like a channel being something that's just going on. Yeah. And right. then you just tune in and watch whatever's on it and then tune out. It's, it's like, like I start... think about it that way. Yeah, yeah. That's how I watch TV. Yeah. Almost yeah. all my life until the last few years. Yeah. So, now it's just, you have a show. I'll just watch that show. She it's will. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. she'll be Harper. She's eight. She'll be that generation that is the show starts when I press play. Right. Yeah. It's not just, I didn't miss it. Yeah. Right. And watching something live. I mean, there's, I mean, that, that's the, well, that's the thing too. Like with, I feel like TV also went to like, I don't know, maybe eight years ago, whatever, around that time. Like it went to, you want a million channels. Like, oh, you get yeah. upgrade all these packages. And now it's coming back to where like you realize you only really watch like eight to 10 separate networks. I think like, I don't watch, I don't, when I'm at home, I don't flip around the 700 channels my parents have. I, I watch ESPN or whatever I'm trying yeah. to watch. And that's it. And if so the cable like, company let you pick individual channels that you wanted, how many would you pick? 20. Yeah. I think probably less yeah. than that if you really yeah. think What's about it. What's one channel that you couldn't, that if you could only pick one, what would you pick? ESPN. Yeah. PBS. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I always thought about this. I, there was a while I thought I would almost take TBS. Yeah, TBS. Because is good. I, for sports, even though I want sports, you still get a few you still games. You still get your Braves games. Yeah. 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 You'll you would get, get other March stuff, Madness. and I want you're gonna want you're not gonna want just sports. You want a mix, and I was yeah. I always thought TBS would be a good, yeah. You know, it's like reruns, mm-hmm. yeah, all that. March Madness, you'd get yeah. some of that. That's, that's, yeah. that's a oh, good yeah. pick, TBS. Now that I think about it, yeah, yeah it is a good pick because yeah. I'm smarter than all of y'all. <laughs> yeah. uh, what are you doing on PBS, dude? Watching <laughs> learning Ken, Ken Burns documentary. Yeah, some learning. <laughs> Sixty minutes. No, I watch that's 60 CBS. Minutes, but that's CBS. Do you watch oh, okay. PBS? Yeah. I, I like Ken's, Ken Burns. Austin City Limits? That's a good show. I thought that was a music festival. It's a, uh, no, it's it's some... It's a, it's a show that yeah. they yeah. show music. Yeah, they show music on PBS. Do you know mm-hmm. PBS? I've heard, yeah, I've heard yeah. of it. It has that little icon. <laughs> yeah. Like a head. You're too young to start yeah, watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a... Uh, it's uh, this age group. <laughs> yeah, it's this side of the but table. But they have kids programming, too. Sesame yeah. Street. They do during For, the yeah. Day, yeah. You know, I never really watched. It's so Sesame when grandparents Street. are watching their grandchildren, yeah. they can bond over a channel. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> I don't know. No, PBS is good. They have a lot of good stuff. Uh, it's brought to you by PBS. Uh, <laughs> Viewers like you. <laughs> when did TV sets begin being sold? Uh, it would take until 1938 before American television sets were produced and released commercially. There was a there were they were an instant hit after release. <laughs> I did that count as that wasn't. I, I didn't even pick up on. No, it. yeah. See, that was just, that That's, doesn't count. It. It's when I don't know. A you word. didn't pick up on him stuttering yeah. and pausing uncontrollably. Yeah, yeah. no. Uh, Nineteen thirty-eight. Yeah, I mean, they would have been. How much were they? Did you see any of that? I mean, how much could a, a TV set have been? Five hundred. I mean, what? 
I'm guessing, back then, I'm guessing it was the equivalent of owning a boat for your family. Yeah. Like it was that like sort of 15 uh, grand, status. Like, like probably. Yeah. Um, five grand. I don't think so. Maybe five grand. I could be way off here. Yeah. If you had a TV, it Brian, would be. What's it say? Yeah, it was impressive. Yeah. Uh, looks like depending on what size you got, range from 125 to 250. A three a inch, three a inch TV. Inch. Wow. Th- wow. Well, what? How much is an iPhone? Well, it says That's down like there seven. in 1938, a car cost seven hundred dollars. So that was not, you know, it, if you scale that out, how much out, was it for <laughs> today? Oh, well, how much are cars now? A lot, right? Twenty grand. grand. Twenty grand. Yeah. yeah, I mean, depending on what you want, but yeah, yeah, twenty, thirty. Yeah. So it's seven hundred. That's a that's a big difference. Yeah. Well, seven. I mean, they're biggest phones. They're smaller than phones. Um, <laughs> that TV is smaller yeah. than a phone. Yeah. You gotta be inches. sitting pretty close. I mean, to that what did that? Yeah. The guy comes over, mounts it on his wall. <laughs> can you do? Uh, can you look at an image of a five, five inch? T- I just what? I mean, how thick does that have to be? Honestly, they were watching it. You know, we're talking about. Kids now watching on phones. They were already watching. On they were already watching on phones. <laughs> yeah. You could take it everywhere. I mean, that's such a, you know, because I, they, I don't think it was so compact. It's cheaper than I thought. All right, that's so it pretty was, expensive. It was, a, dude. it was a yeah. It was a big. It's a big box, but the screen yeah. is only five inches. Looks bigger than five inches, but I don't know that one in the middle with the blue background looks about right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah. Crazy, dude. I mean, like, yeah. So you would just turn. I mean, you they couldn't look really... like ATMs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they that. look like ATMs, and it definitely looks like something that you're not comfortable. You're not lounging and watching. No. Think about like TV now. Everybody, you can lay on the couch. Right. You can lay on the floor. That's one that you're you're sitting upright. Someone's probably standing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe two people are standing if you're trying to watch TV. You gotta go walk over to it. It's one view. I mean, I can remember as a kid, we didn't have remote controls, and I was the yeah. remote control changer. Yeah, yeah. I, I I remember we didn't. I don't think we. I remember not having remote control. I mean, the black and white TV was. I remember my family, my mom's, all her sisters, they all got it for Christmas one year, and it was to have a TV in the kitchen. It wasn't our main TV, but the one in the kitchen was fifteen inches, and mm-hmm. it was black and white, and you'd watch it. But it wasn't crazy to have that black and white tv wasn't like why are we buying this black and white tv i mean i don't know if you could buy one now you'd have to go like ebay or something but it was just yeah, one that was that was made for us for in the kitchen and then we i don't uh we had tv but i don't yeah we didn't i don't think we remember having a remote i think i remember getting a remote it was crazy that you could just yeah you know it's so funny you had like a your role in the family was you were the tv changer yeah for my parents and grandparents so you just sit closest to the tv i'd be lying on the floor watching and my dad say change the channel and i'd get up and turn mm-hmm. till he yeah that that was like them. the old that's what you say about kids was yeah you kids that's why you, were, had, them. That's why you had them change <laughs> yeah. the channel and then you got a remote what did you do after that you just oh, lost your you I just relaxed. lost your purpose he was put up for adoption uh <laughs> my dad said that when he was a kid and they were watching you know, like Kentucky basketball games, they would turn the sound off on the TV and turn it on on the radio with the screen on because mm. he said it was a better, like it was much better on the radio than it was on the TV, but you could watch it and listen at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's like when you listen to, I've done that. Yeah. Where if I if I want to hear, mm-hmm. some of it is I want to specifically hear about like Vanderbilt. Uh-huh. So, and I want to I hear our people mm-hmm. talking about them versus... 
And then there's a delay. Yeah, you got to sync them. That's what's yeah. hard. Uh, when did commercials start? The first American advertisement aired on July 1, 1941. The ad was for Belova Watch and lasted for 10 seconds. It aired on NBC. That watch has been around for a long time. Is it still around? Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. First ad, wow. It's interesting it took that long for commercials to start. How was all this being funded? Well, the show's... Uh, when was... Oh, the first I, show was 28, but that was a radio program. There was yeah. probably... Ads on that radio yeah. program, oh, okay. but they were just sad ads. <laughs> okay. And then the first, like, oh, let's film a yeah. commercial. When did remote controls begin? When were you born, Brian? Uh, the first remote control was produced by Zenith, Zenith, and released in 1955. This remote control could turn the television on or off and change the channel. It was completely wireless. That's nuts. I mean, that's my so, mom. My parents were born then. Uh, took us a while to get it that's what i was about to say it took (laughs) y'all 25 years to get that remote (laughs) i think it was expensive it was you know must have been maybe did we ever yeah i don't know i mean what else was wireless at that time probably not a lot no maybe we yeah remote might not have been wireless it says it was wireless oh okay sorry when did yeah maybe maybe (laughs) these are cold hard facts dude yeah (laughs) You, yeah. you notice all the sources on When here? did Color TV start? On June 21, 1951, CBS broadcasted the first color program. Only 12 customers across America could see the first color TV broadcast. 12 million other TVs were blank for this program. Few people owned color TV sets between 51 and 65. Starting in 66, color TV programming was broadcast across America, leading to a surge in sales of color television sets. I mean, think it like 12 people. I would, but what if you're one of those 12 people? I could you, see you being one of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could see you being, I, I thought it'd be you. Like, it'd be like a weird group, but you wouldn't have the, you know, you'd be a part of like, you're always part of these weird things that I was one of the people they asked about. You know? <laughs> uh, but 12, man. Can you imagine you're like only 12 of you? There's 12 million TVs. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not like there was a thousand. I bet 12. the people on the show that were like, guys, there's 12. The rest of them are going to, can we just keep it black and white for a little bit longer so more people can see us? Yeah. Yeah. The actor is just, why didn't you make it? Because I don't know. I was on for 12 TVs. <laughs> there's 12 houses I can't go to the bathroom in because I'm so famous, <laughs> but the other 12 million. I mean, that's, yeah. Then color TV sets started and, and we were off and running. I mean, TV was probably, people just wanted to get, people needed stuff to do. I mean, can you imagine having to listen to radio just your whole, yeah, your, your whole life and then you get TV and you're like, I mean, it'd be like a drug. You're just You're like, yeah. I want to see mm-hmm. all this stuff. We're so bored. <laughs> you can't do anything. And then you're just like dying for it. Historical TV milestones in the last 40 years. Well, just a few of the 79 ESPN uh, debuted. Uh, Ted Turner launches CNN, 24-hour, 1980s, 24-hour-a-day news. That was a big deal. MTV, 1980, 1980, pay-per-views began to leave its mark on the television, reaching about 20% of all wired households. 1992, infomercials explode with growth. The National Infomercial Marketing Association estimates 
Infomercials generate sales of 750 million, double that of 1988. That's crazy. So they're making that much money. Yeah. You ever watch infomercials? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite one? me see or something uh what yes yeah yeah now they're, they're a whole channel qvc yeah yeah the uh what's the guy that was kind of crazy uh that i had a huge drug problem the shame wow shame wow yeah he had yeah. big problems he did yeah. and i that guy would just come on he was so good at selling stuff that i think he would like get off of it and then need money and he could just anybody would take him because he was so great that's a whole system in itself. That's a whole different level of like, oh, I can sell things. Yeah, Billy Mays, that, yeah. him too. Yeah, yeah. Magic Bullet. You remember the Magic Bullet? Yeah. They had a great infomercial. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Check it out. Uh, you know who has... Uh, now it's like commercials like Geico, like the rat problem. Like the Geico's killing it. Geico's always great. Yeah. ESPN always had great commercials. Mm-hmm. They had yeah. awesome the, This is Sports Center commercials. Are oh, awesome. yeah. Those are the best. Yeah. Those new uh, sports center commercials, that was like they're acting like they're back in time, like it's it's, go- it's running like recently, and they're like farmer, they're farmers insurance. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Those are good right now. Yep. Nineteen ninety three. Ninety eight percent of American households owned at least one TV. Sixty four percent owning two or more. That's all. I mean, ninety three. I mean, it's all. It's in. Uh, ninety six. Digital satellite dishes come around. And then 2000 DVDs, 2004 DVDs outsell VHS. I remember V. I mean, I remember going to Blockbuster and getting VHSs. Do you mm-hmm. remember VHSs? Uh, yeah, I remember VHSs, but I definitely remember going to Blockbuster. I did that my entire childhood. Yeah, I mean, you would have been 2004. I mean, I yeah, you would have been seven. So you remember seeing VHSs? Oh yeah. Did y'all, y'all had a VCR? Yeah, I think they might still have it. Honestly, yeah, at the house. yeah. <laughs> 2005 flat screen TVs and HD TVs are introduced. Is it that long ago? Yeah. That's a I remember seeing HD TV for the first time. Me yeah. too. That I mean, pretty amazing, yeah. dude. Well, so it's like the color thing is like the 4K, which I mean, 2012 LG announced the world's first HD TV using the 4K system. I got the f- uh the 4K, I got it like when it came out, but it was like they didn't have programming for it. Yeah, like they're not shooting stuff in 4K. Yeah, I mean, now like the first it's a lot guy more. With the color TV. I was yeah. one of the twelve people, but yeah. but with the 4K, they were selling 4K TVs. It's not like these TVs were extra more. It was just if you bought a new TV, it was like 4K. This is what we have, and but they none of the shows were on 4K. So there's only like and then Directv, even that's the other thing that hurts Directv. Uh, Directv, they would you'd have to have a channel for 4K. So you're having to get an extra box. And like pay extra nice. for this 4K, where you where then you start going. Well, I can watch YouTube TV and it's just in 4K. Yeah, yeah. So I have to get a guy to come out. Like they're just you're literally like dragging along an old system. Mm-hmm. Really, this Directv. It's crazy, dude. I thought Directv would never go down. At you know, you're like, well, this is what it mm-hmm. is. It's the best thing ever, and it's it's got to be at the end, right? Directv. Yeah, I mean, unless they. Reduce. Well, didn't they partner with AT and T? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what a lot. So it's all a lot of times. They just they'll adjust. I know, but they're going to sell internet now. Well, there's well as a as a, as a cable as watching stuff. Yeah, you're watching stuff on YouTube TV, and you're not. What do you? I yeah. don't. Cord cutting using, is a big thing now. Yeah, it's like if you cut cords, Directv's out. Unless yeah. they're like, oh, we sell internet. 
That's now what, we do internet. They'll likely adjust to whatever's going to happen. They're not just going to like cease to exist. Well, I wouldn't imagine. Or else they don't. It seems have a like good... talking about Blockbuster. Yeah. I mean, that's like, <laughs> yeah. well, Blockbuster will be fine. I mean, they're just. Uh... 2007, Netflix started offering streaming content to subscribers. However, it could offer about a thousand movies and TV shows, just 1% compared to its more than 100,000 different DVD titles. That's when you would order it. I never really did Netflix Mm-mm. that way. No. Uh, 3D, 2010 3D television started hitting the market. Yeah, I've, uh, I've, I, we, the, now some TVs are in 3D. We had one and they give you glasses. You don't use it. No. You're just not. It just never caught on. I think yeah, for no. that reason, you don't want to put on a pair of glasses. Yeah, what's to the watch. point? Well, you could, yeah, you could do it if you were really, it's fun and stuff. Like people still want to go out. Uh, we went to the movies. The movies opened back up here and we went and saw Greece this past weekend. Social distance was all the stuff. Everybody was pretty spread out. It's really not full at all. I mean, it's actually great because no one's really in there. Mm-hmm. And it was sold out, but no one's in there. Uh, but so we watched, they're showing some old movies, Grease, Goonies, uh, Star Wars. It's pretty fun. It's fun to see Grease on the movie. Like, what you know, is that? Uh, have you ever heard of Grease? The country, yeah. Yes. No, <laughs> yeah. the movie Grease uh-uh. with John Travolta. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're saying Grease. Grease. Is that right. how you it say it? Sounded like Greece, the country. Didn't I? Didn't catch no, it. Was saying, the words sound the same. Greece, yeah. like and elbow Greece. Greece. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and I've Greece. seen that a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oof. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come I'm not on. doing well. So <laughs> killing far. me here. Yeah. Viewers uh, are going down this week. I mean, they don't. You know, you got people rooting against you. You was hoping to go. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we went, we went and watched that this weekend and you still want to go do stuff. You still want to go to movies. And that was the problem with, with the 3d and all that kind of stuff is you don't, you know, you're not going to, you, you're like at home. You're like, not everything can be at home. But that, I bet that changes what people don't want to go. Longest running scripted TV show with a total run of 72 years, God, 15 on the radio and 57 on TV and a staggering 18,000, episodes the guiding light is the longest running drama series of all time the creators even received a guinness world record for that it was canceled by cbs in 2009 i've never heard of it but no i'm joking i have what <laughs> is it i was it's joking opera. it's funny oh that was just funny to be like the longest show in the world I, my joke was to say i've never heard of it <laughs> just because it's been on for 72 years i've never heard of it really the I've guiding never, light i've heard, heard of plenty of either. soap operas but not no, not never heard of it. wow that surprises me. Yeah. I think it oh, really tanked around year 50. Like the quality dropped a it little did. bit. I mean, I never watched soap operas, but yeah. I mean, it's, how do you cancel that show? It's just been on. Maybe the ratings are, you just go like, let's go to 100. It's enough. I know, but just you might as well go to 100. If you're at 72, just get to 100. Yeah. <laughs> this show was on for years. 100 years. You act like it was at 98. Yeah. It's 28. I mean, 2009, we'd be at 82, and now you're, I mean, who cares? Yeah. It's at this point. They haven't heard of it. Well, they're on their third generation of viewers at this point. No, they kept the same actors. Go ahead. (laughs) Viewers, Uh, dude. Oh. All the viewers. If you started watching it That was what killed zero, you're dead, but it's still going on. Yeah. That would be funny to you do it, and just these real old old women just in their... (laughs) Whatever drama soap operas do, I don't know what they do. 
Longest running primetime TV show, The Simpsons, with 31 seasons and 684 episodes and counting. 31 seasons, man, Simpsons. It came out in 1989, and we had uh, video yearbooks in high school. Did you guys ever have? No. Did you have that? Uh, I don't think so. It was a new thing yeah. for us where they sell you a VHS tape, and it was supposed mm. to be like a video yearbook. Oh, but yeah. But they would put historical milestones in there. And on my – I graduated high school 30 years ago, The Simpsons – is on my video yearbook is one of the top shows. Oh, yeah. And it had just come out. Yeah. And it was big for <laughs> high school kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember thinking it wouldn't last because... I wasn't allowed to watch it. Yeah, either. because Bart Simpson cussed and there never been a cartoon character did that. And I was and like, he was like defiant to his parents. Eat my shorts. That was... Yeah. Bad. Yeah. And I thought this won't last. My parents watch it. They, they, My sister could watch it. My parents are fine with it now, but I wasn't allowed to watch it. Mm-hmm. Never watched it. And obviously, I've you seen never watched, it, but you I've watch never, Family Guy. No, you never watch any of those stuff. I'm a big cartoon guy. Uh, longest running talk show, The Tonight Show, is the world's longest running talk show, having debuted in 1954. It continues to this day. Uh, yeah, I've been on it a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the they made me put that in there. Uh, yeah, I've done it. I don't know how many times. I've done 13 late nights. That's yeah. Enough uh, that you've lost count, which is insane to me. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah, doing the yeah, doing the Tonight Show, it is crazy. Like, you know, I, I don't completely remember watching Carson and all that kind of stuff. Did you remember watching it? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't remember. Yeah. I, uh, I've watched, I've gone back and watched old stuff. I mean, it was, they did so much fun stuff. That one, if you see the famous one, Don Rickles, because Don Rickles was filming next to Johnny mm-hmm. Carson. And do you know Tonight Show? Yeah. The old Carson, you know, mm-hmm. Don Rickles, all that stuff. Yeah. They, uh, we're going to talk to you. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's not dumb. It's just like, we don't yeah. know if you know any, you know. No, it's dumb. Yeah. It's not dumb. He <laughs> might not know anything. He didn't know Greece. I do know Greece. Apparently you, you don't. in the country. I thought this was like some old movie that like was a historical documentary that It is an loved. old movie. You think that's what I'm talking about? An old, yeah, like I'm going to watch and just be like, do you guys you watch a documentary on the country of Greece? <laughs> Anybody catch that last night? Greece? Well, uh, I've seen Assuming Greece, I'm so. never watching something that's making me smarter. <laughs> so, he, and it shows him like, uh, he one night he guest hosts and he breaks his cigarette. I mean, it's so funny. He breaks his cigarette box and then Johnny Carson sees it and then they everybody's watching. They're like, uh-oh. Like he's now going back, and then Don Rickles is filming next, like the studio right next to it, and so he walks over during the show, and they bring the cameras over, and he's like, he just walk, and Don Rickles is filming. And he goes, "What happened to this?" And I mean, it's unbelievable. It's like unreal TV. Just, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's bringing, uh, it's just awesome. You know, it's funny watching Greece, uh, the country now, and now when I was watching Greece wearing masks. Like, it's insane. Yeah. You're just watching this old movie, and you're like, where are we at? Yeah. I mean, I'm watching, you know, this is 1978 when this is made, and you're just, and then you got a mat, and like, can you feel like it's future, I mean, it's like a futuristic, like, you just got this big mask on, and then you're just sitting there watching this old movie. Mm -hmm. Do y'all find that it affects the way you watch everything? Like, it is so distracting to me when I watch stuff and I see crowds. That's all I think about. I was like, oh, yeah. this is insane that there are this many people in the same room. I acknowledge, I I, I do realize that, yeah. and then I, but I can move on pretty quickly. <laughs> I don't get hung up on it. 
like some people. Uh, <laughs> you don't. You get hung up like the whole show. You can't. I, no, I. I you, we were talking about the last dance. I'm just thinking about it. We watched the last dance and yeah. all those crowds. Oh, and yeah. You think about it now. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Yeah, oh, I think about yeah. it. Yeah. You're just saying you have the mental discipline to just put that thought aside. Yeah. And move very on. Look, I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, look, I can go down some thoughts. I mean, it can be a train wreck, but I don't. I realize I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Like, they're, you know, I think that's going to be like showing smoking in a movie. Yeah. Eventually, mm-hmm. just every, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> longest running talk show tonight show. I've been on it multiple times. Just wanted to make sure we didn't <laughs> skip over that. Uh, what does jumping the shark mean? Jump the shark. Do you know jumping the shark? I do now, yeah. You read it? Yeah. Do you know, uh, <laughs> had you heard that term? Never. Yeah. Had, had you heard it? I heard the term for a long time before I knew what it meant. But yeah, I, I know. Jump yeah. the Shark is a phrase used to describe a moment when a TV show that once was widely popular. Did you say <laughs> popular? It, popular. Okay. That has since grown less popular makes a desperate attempt at generating publicity by doing something outrageous. The phrase derives from an episode of Happy Days in which Fonzie jumps over a shark while on water skis. So in the episode, mm. they... Literally, Fonzie jumps over a shark because they're trying to be, you know, trying to gain more. I mean, I, I literally remember this. Yeah, when it happened, the yeah. show had peaked. Yeah, and they're getting desperate. And there's so many sitcoms in the '70s and '80s like this. I feel like TV shows are better now about getting off, but back then they would just ride them out, and they had so many crazy storylines. But there was a one. The storyline was they go to I think Hawaii. The whole gang goes there for some vacation for some reason, mm-hmm. and then somehow Fonzie gets challenged and he has to jump a shark on water skis. And they're all like, "Fonzie, don't do it! It's so dangerous." But it was just and to he try jumped to... over it like real shark. In the story, in the story, yeah. it's yeah. a real shark <laughs> off yeah. a ramp, right? A ramp in the yeah, water, a ramp. In the yeah. Air. Did it register to you at the time as this is a ridiculous moment of television? No, because I was so small, I thought it was really, really cool. But yeah. Uh, it is pretty cool. <laughs> but my understanding is it's always it's a show that's just was once grounded in reality and then it just becomes a parody of itself, right? Yeah. It's just like this. Because they're yeah. trying so this hard for relevance. Now. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's crazy to be they they call it jump. I mean, they are, you know, what is it? Jump the shark just to I mean it's that's a anything phrase. now, yeah. Now anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh memorable team moments, that is one of them. Uh, some other ones. Let's see. Brent, who shot Jr.? Do you remember that? I do. I remember that. I remember my parents talking about it. I wasn't watching it, but I remember it was a big deal. Have you ever heard of Who Shot Jr.? Dallas. Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, that was like crazy. Like, what TV moments? Do you remember a TV moment, a TV show that you had to be home to watch in real time? Have you had one? You've always yeah. had DVR. Like, I mean, think about nah. like so us was Sopranos finale. Yeah. Uh which uh Breaking Bad finale. Breaking yeah. Bad finale. I went to someone's house. I was in Cincinnati at a comedy club, and I just went to some guy's house to watch it that night. I don't remember the guy. Yeah. I don't remember. It was like one of the servers was like, I'm going to my buddy's house to watch it. That guy didn't even really know like that I was coming. I just come over and just watch it. I wanted to watch it so bad because yeah. I wasn't going to get home for like two more days. And I and I, I was like, I'm going to find out what happens. And I didn't want to find out what happens. And so I went and watched it at someone's house. Yeah. Uh, but do you have any? The only thing I can think of, for, like in terms of 
when I was younger would have to be American Idol. Yeah. Reality show. Yeah, I watched that like my family and I my sisters and my parents but not we we all watch it like together or yeah. whatever night it came on. Yeah, that so was you, when I was younger, not yeah. forget so how big that school. show was. I mean, that oh, was the yeah, biggest was show big. on TV for like four years, right? Yeah. 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 Wild. Yeah, it did real good. But you don't remember there's no uh yeah, I mean, did you watch Breaking Bad? On Netflix. Yeah. I actually yeah. didn't watch Breaking Bad until like sophomore year of college, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not. Did you have anything that you? Mad Men and Breaking Bad, I watched live. Live, yeah. but but I I jumped in later. Like I caught up on Netflix, and then I mm-hmm. caught up to where they were. Yeah, I did no. that with Breaking Bad. I I didn't start at the beginning, and then I watched like the the, I want to say maybe the last season or two, live. Live, yeah. Uh, I watched. Uh, Last year, I'd caught up all the way to on Blacklist. I love yeah. Blacklist. And so I watched that on TV for like probably six weeks straight. Uh, and then also uh, Prison Break. Yeah, it's fun to watch stuff as it airs. I mean, it's something yeah. that's doing something together as a group mm-hmm. is a, a great thing. Mm-hmm. And everything is so just on your, everything's very individualized right yeah. now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, besides sporting events, and there's not that many live events that we all experienced. What's your first golf moment you remember? Tiger. Which year? 2005. Yeah, I don't know why I just said the name. Uh, Honestly, the, year. the points made. When he won the, when he won the Masters. Like 10 strokes? Or no. no, that was 98. So okay. in 2005, that was when he had that chip in on the, over the back of the green on 16 yeah. against Chris DeMarco. And, yeah. But my earliest sports memory, I think, was uh, – the Red Sox coming back from 3-0 against the Yankees in 2004. Yeah. Wow. Um, I remember that. That's when they won the How first How old were you? I was seven, eight, seven. No, I would have been eight. Okay. Yeah. Um, the bloody sock. The, yeah. yeah, that yeah. was, yeah. yeah. But, um, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, yeah. Like Schilling? it just happened. I think yeah. so. It was Kurt Schilling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was like part of the reason I, really do. I became like a, Yan- or a, a Red Sox <laughs> fan. Cause like, what did I, was, you say, bro? I feel like that just happened. I mean, I've been through so many things when that happened. <laughs> Life had just beat me down by the time that was going on. I didn't even register. I mean, <laughs> I mean, just, uh, wow. Uh, it's very fun to talk to just a, just a young person. You just to be like, I think my first memory and TV, and just to be this thing, you're like, dude, I was, I went to the game, like, you know, like, and you just know. I remember the uh, the Tiger, we're watching that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of my first sports. I remember a Miami Alabama uh, championship game, mm-hmm. maybe ninety two, uh, ninety two. I remember that. I remember like Greg Luganis. I remember him in his head on the diving board for sports. Uh, First NASCAR race I ever watched the whole thing through was Del the day, the race Del Earnhardt died. Oh, oh wow! That was your first. That was wow. the first you gotta one. Stop watching after. Yeah, that. I tuned in. I was like, someone dies every time I watch <laughs> this. All That's what Aaron was thinking. Uh, yeah, died. that was the first one. Some big moments. I'd be curious to see who remembers <clears throat> what. Some of our listeners. Uh, Jack Ruby kills Lee Harvey. Obviously, Bates. What was that? Was that crazy when you saw that on TV? Did <laughs> you see it coming? That's one of the few on this list I did not did not remember seeing, but that happened live. That's that live. live. Can you imagine that? I did not know that yeah. happened live. Yeah, like I've seen the pictures or whatever, but I've never knew. It yeah, I mean it's crazy. Uh, I mean it's imagine just <laughs> he just killed him on TV. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, now you see people get shot on TV, but I mean, can oh, you really? imagine? He was actually at dying that time? this time. He wasn't pretending like right. other shows. Yeah, <laughs> man, he gave it his all. Walter Cronkite <laughs> announcing President <laughs> Kenny's death. Did you take that hard, Brian? Boy, we're gonna really wear this in the ground. Uh, Charles and Diana royal wedding. I don't remember that, but Princess Di's funeral. Princess Di's funeral is my first big news thing that I remember. I remember when Princess Di died. It was actually '97. I graduated or '98. I graduated high school. I was maybe just right out of high school. Yeah. And I remember I was over at my friend's house. Uh, So you don't remember like Oklahoma City bombing? I do. That was 93, right? I think that was 95. Uh, Yes. I do remember that. I do remember that. But Princess Di, like, was, I I don't know. It hit you harder? Yeah. Yeah, that affected me more. Ninety five. I mean, leaving you, you're there. I'm talking about. I'm fourteen. You know, you getting that? Like, there's a difference between her fifteen and then being like eighteen. You know, like I think I just take it. I take stuff in. I don't remember the challenge, the uh, space shuttle Challenger explosion. That's my first like news event. Remember when it happened? I was six. I think eighty five. Right. I think it was. 86. I was five or six. So I, but I, and most people, I was, they remember they pulled everybody out of class, like mm-hmm. the shuttle exploded and they, and I, but I don't really remember. Yeah. They, maybe they did. We were so young that most of my friends that in middle Tennessee, we all had a similar experience. We were out for a snow day. Yeah. And I was at my aunt and uncle's house playing with my cousin and my aunt called me and said, come in here and, yeah. and it just happened. And see this. I, 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 you know, we talk about like the Oklahoma City bombing. The thing is, too, is that when you're that young, you're not watching the news. Yeah. And so, unless my parents are showing me the news, like you're not, there's no social media. So, I'm just, I'm not, I'm playing and no one's talking about it. And that's Princess Die was the first, it was at night. It was, it was kind of late, night. middle of the night. And that's when I, my mom watches all that royal wedding stuff. Uh, every one of it. The MASH finale, do you remember that? I do. I never watched, never watched one episode of MASH. I didn't watch it either. It's a very adult comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My dad it. likes it. Yeah. Even the the finale was very dark. Yeah. I don't I have no idea what the finale was. Yeah. Uh OJ Simpson Chase. Would you remember that at when was that? Ninety four? Oh no. I wasn't even born. John, do you remember <laughs> it? John, go You don't me. remember that, Nate? Uh I do. I do remember it. Okay. Uh I remember watching, but again, I don't think I was you know, I'm 13, like I'm doing my own thing. That was like the first years of Michael Jordan where, you know, I don't, I remember Jordan more 95, 96. Thing. What year were you born? 79. So you'd have been 15. 15. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I bet that, like, I just don't think I'm, I'm in my own world yeah. at Clearly. 15. Uh-huh. And 41. And 41. Yeah. Uh, big one, Omar's. Well, Tom Cruise jumps on uh, Oprah's couch. I remember that. You remember that? Why was yeah. that a big deal? It was just he it, was very... He was the most famous person in the world yeah. at this point, and he just did something so crazy on national television. He was talking about how in love he was with his wife, and, it, and, he, and he jumped on top of a couch, and it was just this insanely famous person being crazy. Everyone was yeah. like, what is going on? They thought he was having like a mental breakdown. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird phase of his life. The Wire one, you kind of yeah. skipped it. Well, I didn't. If, uh, that was like if someone hasn't watched The Wire, but isn't there a yeah? 
There's a, yeah, Omar's death on the wire. Your friend told me that while I was watching it. Really? Yeah. We were, uh, I was in the middle of watching it and we were at Zany's one night after a show and it was your buddy. And he was like, we were talking about loving why. And he's like, man, when Omar died, that kid killed him. And I was like, I hadn't got there yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were, you were standing there, but yeah. it was like, okay. Uh, planes hitting the World Trade Centers. Obviously, that I remember extremely well. What's weird is I don't remember that at all. Like, I feel like well, I 2001. should. 2001. Nah. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. 2001. So, so you shouldn't. Would, yeah. You but I, there's a lot. There's some people, maybe they just claim they know it, but like I've heard people my age be like, yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah. I don't remember it at all. I think there's a lot of people. I think there's a lot of times you think you remember it and you've just seen it so much yeah. that right. it just seeps in that you kind of go like, no, I remember yeah. it. And you're like, you don't really. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I would, I mean, 9-11, I was, uh, uh, I, I was recycling tires. Uh, it's crazy. All the men, that's why I don't do, I told my wife, I don't manual labor. Like I'm done. I've done it all. I've cut grass my whole life. I've recycled tires out of caves. I mean, it was, dude, mosquitoes lay their eggs because water sits in the bottom of a tire, and mosquitoes lay their eggs. So every single tire is just, it was on, the job was on dirty jobs. Really? You, yeah. The job that you did? I did the job that was on dirty jobs. Wow. Uh, this guy, one of them guy dumped all these tires in a cave. And because back, this was during the Ford recall. Where they took all the tires, Ford had it, Ford Explorers all had their tires taken, and so you recycle. When you recycle tires, we you'd be like you'd work for a company, you, they pay you to pick them up, but then you have to pay to get them recycled. And we would drive the trucks, and we this one guy took the money to get them pick them up, and then he would just go dump them in a cave. He wasn't going to spend the money recycling. That guy and he got caught fraud, but we had to go get those tires out of that cave. And I mean, we just had to back our trucks back into this cave <laughs> and then just, you would always like bounce it off your chest and then roll it to uh, the, and then they would stack them. And I mean, you can stack a lot of tires in a box truck because you're crisscrossing. And so you're just sitting there like, poof, just bouncing off your chest and rolling them in there. Wow. I mean, it's the most just dumb person job, <laughs> you know, just like, can you bounce them off your chest and send them to the back of that truck? I can do that. Like, it's just. There's no big words being thrown around there. <laughs> um, any of these other, we're going to get through some of these. Uh, uh, Jan, Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction. I remember, remember that. that. You, yeah. you know that Super Bowl? Oh, Justin yes, Timberlake. yes. Uh, Hugh Grant on Jay Leno after prostitution bust. That was a big deal. Yeah. Because that was like yeah, an interview. That really helped Jay Leno in the ratings, I think. I feel like I've heard that kind of helped him. Jump past yeah. Letterman. Yeah. Mm. Uh, moon landing. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, Don't remember that one. Brian, I'm going to let you take away here. Moon landing. Newhart finale where he wakes up from a dream. I remember that. Yeah. I uh, I don't think I was allowed to watch these shows yeah. as much. And that's, you know. Uh, but Bob Newhart. Yeah, that was an amazing ending, right? Mm -hmm. That was... No one, very creative. Very creative. Mm -hmm. And it was in, went into his other show. Yeah, do you guys know this? Uh, do you know who Bob Newhart is? Mm -mm. No, it's just kind of a green. Did well, he have, correct me if I'm wrong, he, he had a show and then at the end he wakes up and the whole show had been a dream? Yeah. A, okay. But more than that, he had a show previously that was pretty successful on TV 
with obviously a different TV wife. So when he wakes up from his dream, he looks over at his wife, and it's the other wife from the first show. Oh, wow. So that's pretty pretty creative. Yeah. And he goes, I just had this crazy dream. That's yeah. how they ended the second so show. So the second show was a dream Two mega that hits. the character in the first show had the whole time? Well, the I mean, se- that's the funny play they put on it. Yeah. I'm saying that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Bob Newhart had a pretty pretty good career. Yeah. Like pretty yeah. like flaw like I mean just two mega shows. He's the from on the Elf. radio. He's Will Ferrell's dad. And oh Elf. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I know who that guy is. Talk to him. And, uh, <laughs> that's how uh, I. That's how I first yeah. knew him. Was yeah, the guy from Elf. All right. Uh, I remember most of this. How are ratings calculated? I've always wondered this. You can do this part. All right. So, um, well, that, I mean, you can. I'll hear. Let me just read it. Nielsen ratings are calculated based on a sample of forty thousand homes and about a hundred thousand people that demographically represent the population as a whole. It's a small fraction of the 120 million or so homes with TV, but also a lot more than a typical political poll that surveys just a couple thousand people. So the Nelson ratings, they're saying that it's, I mean, they're taking shots at the political poll. <laughs> like that's this article. <clears throat> this art, yeah. So they're they're basically saying we're in more homes, we're going to get more accurate readings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nielsen's kind of like the standard rating system. I think there are some other ones. Did out you there. have a Nielsen box? Um. I never did. I wasn't. I couldn't for almost twenty years because I worked at a TV station, so it wasn't yeah. allowed. Oh, okay. Um, or my family wasn't allowed either because because that was you know biased. Yeah, but um, I certainly have known of people that have had it. Yeah, I've never. I don't know if I've known anybody that had a Nielsen box. They're still there now, but now they're calculating ratings by so many other places, so many other things. Yeah. Uh. How are DVRs factored into ratings? Yeah, I've always wondered that. So basically, uh, Nielsen uses a Live Plus service where, um, according to this, it tracks three major categories, Live Plus Same Day, Live Plus Three, and Live Plus Seven. So if there was a big TV finale and the next day they had the ratings, that probably wouldn't be super accurate because they haven't factored in DVRs yet. Yeah. Football game, sporting events is probably accurate because most people watch that live. Yeah, Not many people yeah. DVR in a football game to watch a week later. Right. But uh, there is some delay now because so many people watch shows on DVRs. Yeah, I mean, with streaming, like, you know, the stream ratings are, like it says, they're, they're not really a thing. Like, my Netflix, I've never known how good it does. <clears throat> my Netflix special. Never been told, never been. They're, they're coming up with systems now that they're trying to find because Netflix never gives out those numbers. Netflix knows. To yeah, the, that's next on the list. Yeah. Netflix knows down to, that's what made me do it. Uh, Nelson, uh, with streaming, so streaming ratings are not really a thing. Nelson measures the audience for streaming shows, but Netflix and other platforms have disputed the rating service numbers as they don't count viewing on other devices. Netflix considers a piece of content as have, having been viewed when a member watches at least 70% of one episode of a series or 70% of a feature film. It, has, it also counts subscribers around the world rather than just the domestic viewers that Nelson measures. The numbers can be useful in compare, comparing one Netflix show to another, but the service has thus far only publicly released highlights, not a full tally. So they've never really shown anything. They... You know, besides like Bird Box or something, they would say. And then for my special, I mean, the only thing they ever told us once they go, it did. There was like they were like we're very happy, and that's what they would. That's yeah. all they would say. 
Yeah. And now you can tell the only way I can tell is by you sell more tickets. You people are coming to some of these shows, mm-hmm. and that's how the gauge I can get, or if I get recognized more when I'm out. There's that it's there's the only way I can really know like how good this Netflix and they probably have so much data more than anybody else right they could narrow it down to they could tell you what's your worst joke of your special just yeah. how many people x out yeah during that joke well, right well I think I could Jesus, do that I don't know taking shots I mean he's xing out because of one joke that's his he goes, favorite done joke. hated that joke x out start back what are you saying fast forward. <laughs> you can see forward. that too they can see they it can all see that I'm saying they probably know more about your act than you do. Uh, yeah, they, it's, it's funny to get, because these ratings are such a, you know, you, you just wish you would know, but they did that with stranger things. So with stranger things, those kids, when they first tried to get money for the second season, the agents were like, we want a ton of money. And, uh, they were like, ah, eh, the show didn't do that good. They're like, yeah, well, these kids can't walk outside. <laughs> They're getting mobbed. So it did pretty good. Yeah. And that was all they could, but they're doing that. So they can't you know, gauge off that. I also heard how Netflix, when they first made their shows, how they made their shows so good where, uh, they would just take, uh, like they, they could look at Netflix when they made a show and they're like, all right, what actor is, does everybody like the most at this time was like Kevin Spacey, which obviously not now, but whenever it was. And then they go, and who's the best director that everybody seems to like the most. It's the, I forget who the director was. And then they did house of cards. And whoever wow. did that. So they just were like, what movies do the best? Oh, everybody likes Kevin Spacey. We'll get him. Director, everybody seems to like that guy. We'll get him. It's like building Y'all a fantasy team, dude. Yeah. Just, and you yeah. can just go look through it all. Hmm. That's, That's pretty cool. cool. Uh, top rated TV shows in the last 30 years. Uh, Cheers. 60 Minutes. 60 Minutes always just does good. Seinfeld, 94, 95. ER made a big run. I remember my mom loved ER. Uh, ER was big. ER was on a long time, 95 to 99. Seinfeld back to 97, 98. Funny Seinfeld, for how big that show was, it was only rated twice. I mean, you would think Seinfeld got way more respect afterwards. Yeah. Uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Uh, Survivor, Friends, 0102. Friends was in 2001. I thought it was already done. That was the tail end of it, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think it ended yeah. 03 or 04. CSI, 02 to 05. So a fun CSI story that I've heard. And again, this all could be fake. But so CSI, when they were on, uh, are they on CBS, right? CBS, yeah. yeah. So I think ABC had them first. So ABC had CSI. Do you know CSI? Yeah. They, yeah. ABC had CSI when they made the show. So they made the pilot. And ABC was like, ABC Studios and ABC Network had it. They made the pilot, and then ABC was like, we don't want it. And then CBS was like, well, we're taking And usually, like if you watch Modern Family, Modern Family is 20th Century Fox, but it's on ABC. So the studio is, now that they try to keep that stuff kind of together, like CBS Studio is on CBS. But it doesn't always, Universal is NBC, but sometimes they can have shows on Fox. Because when you do, you try to make, you make a show with a studio, and then you take it out with the studio to the networks. You try to get the networks to buy it. And so if your first one is to try to stay in the family. And if it doesn't work, you can then go other mm-hmm. places. So CSI, they make an ABC. ABC is like, we don't want it. So then CBS is like, we'll take it. And then they're like, the show's not going to be anything. And they go, we're so confident that we're also give it 
like we won't even keep it as the studio. So CBS can have it as a studio, which never they usually do. And it becomes the biggest show in the world. And they lost billions, billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And it was, I mean, a huge mistake yeah. that they did that. And then they started making all those other shows in CIS, all these spinoffs. Yeah. And it was when, because of that happened, they're now starting to, but for a long time, everybody was like, when the show was done, it was like, you, you, you can't go anywhere else. And then no one was just giving up. The studios weren't just giving that stuff up. Because you would you would have at least got some of that mm -hmm. instead of you getting none. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, American Idol, I mean, 05 to basically 2011, just straight Yeah, why up. didn't you just put 05 to 11? Well, I think it just got uh, – so, I think Laura <laughs> shortened it maybe. Because I, I had every year – uh, just American Idol, American Idol, American Idol. And I, mm -hmm. I think maybe she shortened. Uh, he's just, he's doing the best he can. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're asking John if he knows a show that's on right now. So, CSI. Well, oh, CSI, he, yeah. he doesn't ever watch CSI. No, I've seen it. Sunday Night Football, Heard NCIS, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory, 16 to 18. I mean, to have a uh, show be, a sitcom be ranked that high mm -hmm. is just now because it's just not happening. I found interesting. I mean, you, you Emmy Awards, the Golden Globes. It's usually all won by either streaming shows now or paper or uh, you know like HBO, Showtime. All the top rated shows though are still on networks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ABC, NBC, CBS. Interesting, right? Or Fox. Uh, highest rated TV episodes of all time: Mash, The Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen. That's crazy. Rating sixty point two, share seventy seven, and you know what that stuff means. Yeah, from what I remember in my TV days, a rating is the uh, total number of TVs that are uh, showing the episode. Share is the total number of TVs that are on that are watching that episode. Does that make sense? Like, if you have... Uh, oh, so so the MASH finale, 70% of all TVs that were turned on were turned on to the MASH finale. Yeah, 77% of all TVs are turned on for watching that. And 60% of all TVs, period, were watching the MASH finale. Wow, wow. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So yeah. that had to be, how many people? Yeah, so, 100 uh, million? Or? Yeah, basically, uh, I think I saw last night, it was 106 million TVs at that time. No, 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 it was more than that. I think hundred over 100 million people watched the MASH finale. That's crazy. Crazy. It's yeah. crazy. So we like Super Bowl and all that stuff that, yeah. Super Bowls now get around 100 million viewers, but that was... But it's still not as high as this? Well, no. Super Bowls get more viewers now. Yeah. Total number of people, but but actual ratings, percentage-wise, MASH still holds the record. Yeah. Just because there's so many more people now yeah. in the United States than there was in 1983. Right. Dallas is number two. Roots, number three. Yep. Uh, I don't know the Roots. What was... Roots was a miniseries. Yeah. OJ okay. Simpson. Right. What? He was in Roots. Oh, OJ was in Roots? Yeah. I didn't even know that. I didn't yeah. know. Come on, dude. Winter Olympics. Well, he wasn't like the star of it. No, he wasn't Kunta Kinte, but he was. Yeah, he okay. Was Super Bowls, it. all that money night at the movies, Gone with the Wind, part two was a big one. Uh, just kind of going through them quick. So uh, what we wanted to do uh, is – we're going to go through some of these to talk about our favorite shows and our favorite uh, stuff. You know, like what are your parents' favorite? My parents' favorite TV show was 
uh, I mean, it was Andy Griffith. It's probably Seinfeld now, but they love Big Bang Theory. Everybody loved, they love, they've loved a bunch. But Andy Griffith, I think, was what I remember. That was my fa- I mean, Andy Griffith is one of my favorite shows ever. Super funny show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you yeah, remember? That was big in our house. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from, from, <laughs> I mean, I hope it's, it's going to be something. Uh, Ed Sullivan show. No, but it's, uh, I mean, the Friday night block was big for me and my family uh, on CBS. <laughs> yeah. because on where? CB, on CBS. Yeah. I could tell you any show in the 80s, I could tell you what network it was on. Because yeah. I only had three channels. I didn't have cable until yeah. I got to college. So, so George Costanza spelling everybody's name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my thing. So The Incredible Hulk came on Friday nights from 7 to 8. I was big into that. Then The Dukes of Hazzard from 8 to 9. Yeah. Followed it. And me and my dad love yeah. that and then dallas came on from nine to ten and my mom loved that yeah. so i'd say dallas is yeah. probably the show that my parents yeah that's a powerful block that's a hell right of a yeah. those are yeah. three classic big shows yeah wow wow uh well the first historic news we talked about that first what's the first show you remember watching regularly that's mm. it for me it was law and order svu because USA, I don't know if they still do this. They used to just show Law and Order for like all day, it felt like. So we used to just sit and watch that. That's a little much as a kid to watch yeah. a bunch of episodes of. It gets pretty dark on there, but we'd watch that. What about you? Uh, Seinfeld? Yeah, I mean, it might be Seinfeld. It could be, you know, like if I'm really dating back, it could be like a Disney channel yeah. maybe yeah. or a nickelodeon type thing yeah but uh probably yeah, maybe it would be a disney uh we watched at nickelodeon i don't i don't remember watching disney growing up yeah nickelodeon uh yeah i, I mean i remember watching annie griffith that was the that was the big one that we were allowed to watch what how it's, saturday morning cartoons were big yeah yeah, I mean, not counting like Tom and Jerry, Mr. Rogers, oh, yeah. Tom or, and Jerry was yeah. classic, or Captain yeah. Kangaroo, Very or something good. like that. I mean, if you're talking about prime, if, for me, it'd probably still be Dukes of Hazard, like that I watched every week. Yeah, yeah, that you remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching Dukes of Hazard. Uh, uh, favorite TV? Well, I'm trying to go through. This. Let's just get into the the final. Uh, what are your? Uh, I mean, do you have a favorite reality show? Did you watch any of them? Uh, from- I, I don't I don't like reality shows, but I'd have to say Hard Knocks. Yeah, yeah. Hard Knocks oh, yeah. is great. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I forgot it. I like Hard Knocks. It's more like a documentary. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's what they want you to think reality shows are. But yeah. I don't know. Well, then if that doesn't count, Last Comic. No, standing. it counts. I'm just Last Comic Standing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Last Comic Standing. I'm watching 90 Day Fiance now. It's yeah, a pretty boy. good time. Yeah, it seems like everybody yeah. likes that. I've heard yeah. a lot about it. I don't know what it it's, is. It's uh, it it can get sad real quick. Mm-hmm. But if you push past that, it's great. If you compartmentalize yeah. that sadness, yeah, yeah, it's good time. Uh, top. What's your top favorite drama? I my mine is Breaking Bad. I think Breaking Bad's the best. I think it's the it's the best show I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I've watched it. I've went through it multiple times. I love Sopranos, but there was parts of the Sopranos that. Even being I, and I, the Sopranos, I'm saying is at the top. The Wire, too. By the way, I can't. I'm trying to go back through it. I'm not a giant Wire fan. Really? I think it's very slow, and it's. I just. I don't know. I don't think I watch. You know, you ever watch a TV show? You can watch in just a weird time, and you're like, I'm not yeah. giving this show. It's probably fair shake. Yeah. yeah. 
and I kind of went through the wire and I just think, I, I don't know. I wasn't into it. Uh, but break, uh, breaking bad Sopranos, I, the, the therapist stuff, uh, you know, it's like, Oh, you can, you can kind of tell when you go back and rewatch something, what, how much are you fast forward? Right. Are you really in Sopranos? When you really truthfully go back and I watch it, I'm fast forwarding a bit. Really? I mean, the therapist stuff, you know, some white, like it's, you're kind of getting to the mob stuff is what you want to go see. When you get to go back and watch it, I think Sopranos is amazing. Unbelievable show. But I'm just saying. You're not doing I that with tell. Breaking Bad? You don't skip episodes? Not much. I mean, yeah. maybe some some stuff with Eve. It's like nothing. I don't care. It's like the family. Hank's wife. Yeah. Shoplifting. The fly. Yes. Uh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. any any of stuff with, uh, yeah, with Hank's wife. Like, yeah, she's shoplifting. shoplifting. Heard that whole storyline I don't care about. And so like, yeah, I'm fast forwarding kind of stuff. But I mean, when she goes into those houses and like makes stuff up. That's kind of interesting. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh it's yeah, I mean, there's not there's not a ton of stuff. I and I, you know, we talked about I think uh uh Better Call Saul is yeah. amazing. Better Call Saul uh and it's, it's 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 yeah, it can run up there. I don't think it's better than Breaking Bad. I think Breaking Bad's the best show that's ever been made as far as drama. Okay. I love Breaking Bad. Um, but I also love uh uh Blacklist. I really like Blacklist. Yeah, it's kept me, my dad likes Blacklist. It's kept me coming back because I think uh, like the character Raymond Reddington is flawless. It's phenomenal. Yeah. That's James Spader, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember when it came out. It was on NBC, right? And then, uh, yeah, and I remember Tuck, it, I needed to watch it again. I never really watched it. I didn't it. care for that hat he was. He always he wears. Yeah. That made uh, me not watch it. Yeah. yeah. Is it worth getting over the hat? Uh, a, lot of, hey, a lot of people say the same thing about you. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not that's wearing funny you have that hat on. He's a grown man wearing a Jason Mraz fedora. I don't understand. You're crimes. a grown man wearing a flowered Notre Dame. Like yeah. what? I have no idea what, I mean, you're what are you talking about. I think, I think it's worth watching. I mean, it can be a little, like, there's just so much that goes on. Like later in the seasons, like you, you start, there's a lot of like cliffhangers at the ends of episodes. Okay. Uh, yeah, so. is it on somewhere? Yeah, it's still on TV. It's okay. on Netflix, though. That's what I meant. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, that's such a different way to say it, right there. Because you, you know what? Is it on somewhere? That was never yeah. when I was a kid. I'm like, what are you talking? Is it available about? somewhere easy for me to watch? Yeah. Yeah. What's you know? your uh, what's y'all's favorite drama? Mine's The West Wing. Yeah, I love the. West oh, Wing. I love The West Wing. Who yeah. watches it? Aaron Sorkin was kicked off his own show after season four, so the show really tanks in quality after that. But those first four seasons. It was like the most decorated TV show ever. It won yeah. everything, yeah. dude. I've West never Wing's watched awesome. it. It's really good. Yeah. It, it's it is a high effort show to watch, though. Yeah, yeah. you can't be on your phone. You gotta yeah. be you drive and watch. You drive it. and watch. Well, I drive and listen to it, yeah. and and it's like my fifteenth time listening to yeah. it, yeah. so yeah. I know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. so you don't. Uh, yeah. But you got to like really pay attention. Martin yeah. Sheen's great in that. Yeah. Martin Sheen, yeah, so good. phenomenal. Brian's good friends with him. Really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why are you saying that? They have a picture together. Oh, that's right. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite drama? Here. I mean, I think you've already named Sopranos, Breaking yeah. Bad, The Wire. Yeah. You know what's frustrating? You have a show, you have a show that you really like and you just don't know anybody else that watches it. Mm-hmm. And you try to get people to get into mm-hmm. it and you just can't. Breaking Bad was like that for me. That was Breaking Bad was uh it took a long time for me yeah. to everybody keeps talking about it and you're like, okay, I watch yeah. it. Think about Breaking Bad. I mean, I always think that with you sell when someone sells a TV show now and you uh you try to do that that kind of thing, you can look at like 
any network you could be like, I'll go to, you could go to any network because AMC was not a network that was desired to go to. Mm-hmm. And then Breaking Bad went there and it's now this, it's like, uh, it, I mean, so it'd be there, there, it's harder to get on it basically. Like they're like, their quality is pretty high. Yeah. So you can't just get stuff on, which is pretty interesting. I mean, then, then what is uh, The Walking Dead? Yeah. yeah. Mad Men was on Mad, there too. I mean, crazy, dude. Those are they three were nothing. Enormous shows. Enormous shows. Yeah. And they were, and the AMC was just, would show old movies. They're still feeding off that Walking Dead stuff. Um, are there spinoffs or is the. Yeah, it's rip- like, now it's called like The Fear of the Walking Dead or something oh, like wow. that. It's nuts. It's still going on. I, I never, saw like I a watched one. For it the other day. I think I watched the first season. I just don't care yeah. about <laughs> zombies. Right. And so I didn't watch it. Yeah. That you, Game uh, of Thrones. Yeah, one of the things you didn't care about. Yeah. I don't care about Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I watched the first four episodes and it was really slow and I lost interest. I did too. But I, I one just, of the shows like you're saying that nobody watches that I really like is called Peaky Blinders. It's on Netflix. It is pretty dark, a lot of killing. Um, but I love it. I think it's British, right? Aren't they British? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the guy. What's the main actor? Is Benedict it G- Cumberbatch. I thought it was Jillian, <laughs> Jillian Murphy. Yeah, no, it's that not. Might, it's not him. No, he's a scarecrow in Batman. Yeah. Oh, sure. that he yeah. looks a little bit like Benedict. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> just you can't just let it go. Yeah. All these like, British guys oh, look the yeah. same. No, I think they're friends. I think they're the same yeah. agent. I think. Yeah. They, I, I watched, uh, I think the first season of that show too. And mm-hmm. I just, but again, that's one that I think I would like, but yeah. then I get caught and so, you know, and it's foreign. And then you're like, I don't know. I'm joking. Like, I wonder how many people don't watch something truly, no matter what country you're from. If the people are not talking like you, you're like, I can't, I can't do this. Uh, do you think a lot of people? Um, no. Yes, okay. it's it's annoying me sometimes. I'm like, do I, do, I'm saying, do I want to read the subtitles? If of this someone's whole from show? an, I'm, someone's oh, from England, English. yeah, they're speaking I know, English. But, I know, but, but if someone's from England, I mean, I bet there's times where they're like, I can't. Yeah, I don't want to watch to SWAT American, people and listen yeah, to these. Yeah, and listen to these Americans right. talk the whole time. I don't. I'm not saying it's it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying there's times where you could be like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. maybe not. Uh, maybe not. Maybe you guys are better. You know than what? Me. I've I've tried watching Fleabag. Yeah, which is in that like the top. Yeah, comedy yeah. right now, and just couldn't get into it. And some of it was because of the accents. I mean, really, all went off on me, and then we've all now <laughs> listed examples, recent examples. Not even you're going well. You know what, my uncle. <laughs> uh, so let's just do these top three. Uh, our, our two favorite six. Comedies in uh, that we like uh, are The Office and Seinfeld. We're all huge fans of them, uh, which I found out too. My buddy uh, Greg Garcia, he created uh, My Name Is Earl, uh, The Guestbook, Miller's Raising Hope, Yes, Dear, unbelievable. Created all this stuff, unbelievably funny guy, and he uh, he told me why his because they always say The Office. This is the, the people that were saying the 40-year-old virgin, the office mm-hmm. did so good because the 40, 40-year-old virgin. Uh, apparently, but Greg Daniels has said is a big part of it was the lead-in for them that second season was uh, My Name is Earl. And My Name is Earl, it was doing great. And so that lead-in was the gigantic help. It wasn't that like people were like, oh, that's the guy from the movie. Let's go watch his show. I think lead-ins really matter in TV. That's a huge, huge help. If any show that's getting a lot of viewers 
If they want them to do good, they throw another show behind it because you're going to get people that will hang on and be like, all right, well, what's this about? You know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's pretty, that's all your answers to the four year old version. Well, they had a big, they had a big, wrap it up. they followed the Super Bowl one year. Yeah. The office. And that was huge because yeah. it's just, the, it's the single mm-hmm. highest, you know, yeah. Yeah. viewed thing yeah. ever. Yep. Uh, so top three episodes uh, of The Office. Uh, you know, go ahead. You want to? All right. Um, and I'll s- s- quickly explain each one. Uh, Booze Cruise. Yeah. It's an early one. Mm-hmm. I just really like it because um, it's very funny. And that's when Roy and Pam get engaged. Jim's very upset. He breaks up with Amy Adams' character. Michael tells everyone the ship is sinking and gets... <laughs> tied to the ship yeah. rails. But I love the ending because I love the episodes where Michael, who's dumb, but he has a big heart, and he ends up saying something that kind of helps. And Jim goes out there. Jim's all down because Pam's engaged. And Michael says something that encourages him to don't give up and keep trying. It's a very sweet scene, I think. Mm-hmm. I just always liked it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then I'll go quicker. Uh, business school, um, yeah. Which I know we both like that. You yeah. talk about that a little bit, and um, and dinner party, which is a lot of yeah, people's yeah. favorites. But yeah. I love it; it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, are y'all's different? Or uh, um, one's yeah. the same for me. Business school. I think his presentation to the class was so yeah. funny. Yep. When he's throwing the candy bars at yeah. him, yeah. and then there's also that emotional moment at the end where he he and Pam he shows right. up. At Pam's it's art my show. favorite moment on the whole show when yeah. he shows up. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, is that and then he rips the guy's textbook. Like, yeah. You're not yes. Funny yeah. 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 Uh-huh. My favorite moment of the entire series uh, is that. What is? What's your other two? My other one's stress relief. Mm-hmm. I think it's part two yes. where he hosts a roast. Oh yeah. In the yeah. warehouse. Yeah. yeah. yeah that was yeah. so good. Yeah. That was awesome. But that's part of the what's the office is, is so good. It's so funny. But those emotional moments, mm-hmm. they yeah. they hit like they work yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, you know, I didn't prepare very well for this one. Oh, uh, clearly. But business school for sure was one of mine. I know we're all saying that, but I did write it down, so it's yeah, true. There you go. Um, and then I did the Survivor Man when he goes Survivor out in the wild, wild yeah. and is like cutting his, you know, yeah. Dwight's like watching him the whole time. And then uh, the merger is what I put yeah. down. Because the only thing I put the merger down for is because I really like at the beginning when he gathers them all in the conference That was my room. fourth one. Oh, so I did pretty good. Yeah. Um, and he gathers everyone in the conference room and just makes it a... Ex- when he pushes yeah. Tony, he, he tries to get the fat that guy on yeah. him, dude. Oh yeah. my gosh, <laughs> that man! That the Survivor man, the one the hardest I've ever laughed on the Office. Yeah, was when he cuts his pants yeah. and his and he cuts his shirt off because <laughs> it's gonna be hot. And then they just turn to they're all duct taped back on because he goes got a little more chillier than I thought. <laughs> That's one of the hardest I've watched laughed on a show, just because it was so. Uh, it was, I don't know, it was just so crazy. The Office yeah. was one of the first, maybe not, one of the first sitcoms for me to watch every week on TV, you know, because it's, you're, I mean, I'm 41 now, it's been out for a long time, but, you know, when you're in your 20s, I'm doing comedy every night, I wasn't watching TV, mm-hmm. and The Office was one of the first, I, I was a little more in comedy, I'm not, you know, I would get home, and I would watch yeah. it every night. And maybe I DVR'd that in Dirty Rock. DVR was there. I could go see it. So it wasn't, I was busy. The Office was, the, was one of the first ones that I was like, oh, we're watching this. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. love the British version so much of The Office. Yeah. That when the American first started, it took me a little time to get used to the characters because I love the other characters so much. But then, but then it became great itself. Yeah. 
Yeah. The, so when you talk minor, uh, and it's true, I had the, uh, another one too is when Dwight sets everything up. When he sets the whole, oh, I thought yeah. about that one. Yeah. That's that, the one that aired yeah. for the Super Bowl. That's yeah. right. That's right. It's one yeah. of the best when he goes, but today smoking is going to save lives. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and he just says, I mean, he was just shouting direction as everybody's yeah. losing their yeah. mind. The fire is shooting at us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just save Bandit, right? Just yeah. throws the cat into yeah. the I mean, unbelievable yeah. episode. Uh, and then, uh, well, I was going to say, the job, when when he goes, because the Pam, Jim and Pam moments mm-hmm. are enormous. Mm-hmm. And so when he goes and takes that job, when he opens that door, and she's doing that interview, and then he knocks on it yeah, yeah. and says, like, hey, are you free for... Uh, free for dinner tonight? Yeah. yeah, it's a date. Yeah. yeah. That's... Uh, I can watch that. Yeah. I've watched that episode a right. few times for that moment. Just because that it was so good about them getting together, right? You wanted them together so bad, and then and I thought they did pretty good keeping it up to that. Moment. Yeah, I think a good part like, of that episode it was though. earned, dude. It, yeah, very earned. It felt that you were yeah. excited for their wedding. Uh, then they had a kid, and then I mean it, it was it was it was great. And that seeing that moment, so the job, I would say the fire thing, uh, whichever episode that one was, and then. The business school, which not to, I know I always say that I always, but I wrote a show with the guy that wrote that episode. I, I you know, I doing all the stuff I did. So Brent Forrester and, uh, we, one of the shows I wrote, we wrote it together and, uh, it was like, when we talked about it, I told him, I didn't realize it. I was like telling him my favorite episode was that episode on the office. Cause he worked on the office. I worked with Halstead Sullivan, another writer for the office that wrote another episode. He wrote the episode, uh, where, uh, he falls into the koi, koi pond. pond. Yeah, <laughs> he wrote the koi pond episode. Koi pond's good. and I think also the women's suit episode. But the koi pond thing happened. Halsted that wrote it. It happened to him, one of his friends. Really, and so they something happened. Yeah. And that's how they got that idea, I, which I, is very interesting to see. Think about when they yeah. how they got these real ideas. Yeah. Uh, business school though, when he goes, when the whole thing is unbelievable. Uh, the whole episode. That's the your favorite line. The uh, the uh, idiot. What's the best advice someone's ever given you? Yeah, don't be an idiot. Change my life. Change my life. <laughs> uh, that's that episode. Yeah, and <clears throat> then him going in there and just hope he's saying some good things. The felon company. <clears throat> he's a good manager. Doesn't uh, fire people. He hires people. <laughs> that's uh, and then when he goes to Pam, no one's going to Pam's art show. And when he goes to Pam's art show, that's maybe my favorite moment in the whole mm-hmm. series. And yeah. I told Brent that, and like before I realized he wrote that, I was like, it was such a big deal for him to come and everybody to be like, who cares? And he is truly blown away by her drawing. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this, I mean, this is unbelievable that you did this. Like, yeah. it's going to be traces. It's yeah. going to be traces. <laughs> Freehand. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's just, un- he's like, how much? You know, like, I don't see it. For- I mean, just. <laughs> How sweet that is. That's the, and, and it's, you can really feel that it's coming. It's his, he means it. You yeah. Know. He wrote two of my favorite there. I'm looking at season three here, which is my favorite season. But if you look at the writers there on the screen, Brent Forster wrote The Merger and yeah. uh, Business School. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best uh, season, yeah. I think. I love the on, yeah. the, on the job one. Like, I love the part where, Michael doesn't understand he's interviewing for Jan's job. Yeah. <laughs> and so like when he tells him, he's like, let's just run away together. You can pay off all my debts. Yeah. We can yeah. just get out of here. Yeah. 
season three begins with the merger and I mean, not totally being, but that's all in there. It ends with, yeah. with Jim asking Pam, uh, yeah, to, on that on day, date, yeah. product yeah. recall. So funny when he holds that press yeah, conference yeah. and it it's goes, yeah, goes yeah. bad. Oh yeah. yeah. We don't want your business. <laughs> if you think I'm going to get, that's what I was saying earlier. You think I'm going to quit over this? What does he say? Then he's, he's like, well, you're going to, you think I'm going to resign over this? Well, you're going to have to drag me out of this office because <laughs> yeah. I will die. You're like uh, 2,400 rolls or six reams, whatever comes first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite moments on the show where he says the headline will read local paper company says like a hundred words. <laughs> yeah. Some companies still yeah, know yeah. how it's done. <laughs> oh, so uh, all right. Let's talk about Seinfeld. Uh, Seinfeld is our favorite show. Aaron, are we, yep. are you, how much of a Seinfeld guy are you? Not as big as, as you Us? two and, and maybe you, John, yeah. but I'm enough to, yeah, I'll hang. You're hang. Yeah. That's all you want to be in golf. You're a guy in golf that you're like, I just don't want to be a problem out there. I want to hit the ball forward. I just don't want to be a liability, yeah. dude. Right. Yeah. 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 We're still uh, working on that with Nate, but yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> good. So uh, Seinfeld, we talked. Seinfeld is our favorite show. Seinfeld, we watch it. Yeah. I watch it every day. I watch it last night. I watch it while I eat. I, I mean, it's Seinfeld's my guy. My it's my comedian. When he the documentary about him starting stand up comedy was mm-hmm. a huge deal. I moved to Chicago first to start comedy and comedian. I watched it in a movie theater, and I was like by myself in this theater. It's called then, comedian. It's called comedian. It's on Netflix. It's on it? Netflix. I saw it. Yeah. It's about how it's a great. If someone hasn't seen it, shows you kind of how the New York comedy scene works. And I remember seeing that, and I remember being like, "That's where I have to be yeah. if I want to be doing stand up." And then to that's be. when I moved it's the place to be. <laughs> uh, what do we call it? It's the place to be. Uh, yeah. And so I knew going there, going to New York was what I had to do for stand up. Yeah. Seinfeld is—I've never met him, uh, but I mean, he's the—he's the guy. I mean, he's uh, everything he's done. His career has been basically perfect. He's there's nothing really he's done. The Marriage Ref, there, our friend Tom Pop hosted. I, but it still was a great show. It was, uh, I just think it got caught. He had, uh, it's the only thing he produced that, but it's the only thing that he did that wasn't basically a major hit. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't in it. Seinfeld wasn't. He just produced it. Mm-hmm. But he was oh, on. Oh, Larry it. David did an episode. Yeah. Didn't he? Okay. I remember that. With, the, with yeah, Madonna. Ricky it was a pretty good, yeah. I, I actually think it was a great, uh, great idea. Yeah. And, uh, and, but it was, I mean, look, comedians in cars. Yeah, unbelievable. I like that a lot. The B movie, unbelievable. Yeah. And obviously Seinfeld, unbelievable. I mean, everything he's done and his stand up and his uh, stand up specials are great. Uh, I mean, it's pretty crazy. I uh, The last time I'm going to tell you this, his stand up, I mean, I could say all the words to mm-hmm. it. I could quote, like, it was yeah. the first really stand up that I really dove in and listened to and, like, try to picture, like, why is he saying these words here and this word here and, like, really, like, broke it down so for seinfeld the episode i mean so the series we always say the first uh probably first four seasons three seasons definitely first three and, yeah, and a, three. are tough to watch and but a big reason for that a the characters don't know and it's just shot old yeah they're not i wouldn't say they're tough to watch i would just say they're not as good as the later seasons yeah. but just like we were talking like i went back and watched like part of the first and second season and like you said, how the shot is like, if we they were at this table, like right now, if Jerry was talking, it would be on him. And then it would be on, like, it wouldn't be a, sh- like, a group back shot. here where you could see everybody talking like it does in the later episodes. Yeah. It's very individualized. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, Ruth's never seen it. 
and we just started watching it this past weekend. And uh, who's Ruth for everybody? That's nice that I do. Yeah, that's my wife. That's and a callback to the comments. First of all, she just finished the office and she works for a paper company. That's yeah. uh, that's unbelievable. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now we're watching Seinfeld, and, and we watched the Seinfeld Chronicles. Kramer is called Kessler. Yeah. Um, in a episode two or three. Jerry's dad's a different person. Yeah, yeah. Wait, he's got the very first one. Kramer's called Kessler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The pilot he is? Yeah. Yeah, in the Seinfeld wow. Chronicles. Yep. It's called Kessler. Here's what's crazy. When you think about these pilots and them changing that kind of stuff, they change that. At that moment, they probably think that's that's insane. People are going to know that forever. And nobody would. That would be a trivia no, yeah. question that most people would probably get wrong. Yeah. yeah. But, they, but they changed the dad. Yeah. Right. They just changed the dad. If you if if you told someone they'd be like did they and I remember mm-hmm. uh, it's like when, when, when we shot that pilot it was like if stuff ever changed you're like well you can't ever change it it's, it's submitted and then you really think back you're like dude no if you get a good run yeah. at a show nobody's going to care you know yeah. Fresh Prince they just changed the mom in the middle of the show yeah yeah, yeah and the Office Pan's mom changed yeah yeah so. uh, I looked at Seinfeld there's a one of the things there's a lot of people call it double dippers. They call them. Mm-hmm, there's and a bunch, and it's how many people have appeared as two different people during the series. Oh wow! Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, and it's a lot. You posted I mean, one like about thirty Matthew Perry, right? Didn't he do that on The West Wing? Yeah, Matt, Matthew Perry, the the actual person, makes a cameo on The West Wing, and then six seasons later, Matthew Perry shows up as a a character. As a character, yeah. So he played himself. He was seen at, they were at some yeah. Hollywood party. And they're like, yeah. oh, Matthew Perry's over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And then he shows up as. Yeah, Seinfeld has a bunch mm-hmm. where they're, yeah. they're the person. Uh, one of them specifically was the woman with the voice. I just don't like your act, Jerry. I just watched that one. Yeah. yeah that uh, very, an old one. Mm-hmm. And then she's the waitress mm-hmm. with the short hair. She yeah. looks completely different. You would, that one, you, you could look at them side by side and you would probably not right. realize it. And they were so far apart but in the pilot it lists in the opening credits jerry seinfeld uh michael richards uh jason alexander and val somebody i think it's of course julie louis dreyfus wasn't in it and the mm. waitress was supposed to have been the fourth character and then i saw on where larry david and jerry seinfeld said i just don't think they'd be hanging out with a waitress <laughs> that often so they changed the character yeah think about that poor woman yeah she was in the well, pilot. think about the dad the dad's worse than the woman. Why? She was going to be a regular. Oh. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah. I mean, right. she was in the opening yeah. credits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Morty, the, I, I mean, know. they're not on there that often. Like, couple You're episodes. on there a lot, though. I mean, yeah. you're going to be in what, it. three episodes yeah. a season or something? Yeah. Four episodes? Yeah, I mean, that's what's crazy is you have to, like, those decisions are, you know. I mean, you just, but it, it, it's like you just do it. I think I wonder if too if everybody knows to give a show a chance. Like, how much do you think when people watch a show, they're like, "Let me give this show a real shot." Like, you know, look, we think about this podcast. Not every one of these episodes can be great. Nothing of anything can really be great it's all the time. Clear. So, this one, we're these aren't even on. Uh, John, we just let him sit in. This is part of his Vandy class. Uh, My internship. But it's you know like so do people really give it a go like in Seinfeld Seinfeld was almost canceled yeah and mm-hmm. it, I mean it really they, I mean it was a fight to like get it and then it shows you that they don't do that stuff anymore 
as not as often where they give shows real chances. Yeah. Uh, and really like be like, now let them build an audience. Let them, you know, it's going to be there. Cause now it's such like, it's either got to be out the gate. Great. Think about pilots. When you go look at pilots that are made, the, what's the most famous Cosby show? Do you, you ever watch the Cosby show? Have you seen any? Yeah, I've, I've watched him maybe, I don't know, probably When he goes, Theo, the real super famous scene. That's the pilot. It's the pilot. Theo, when I he breaks down money. I realized that, yeah. When he breaks down money, he goes, you got this much money. He's telling Theo, well, that's the stupidest yeah. <laughs> thing I've ever heard. And he gives him a big speech. That's the pilot. That's probably one of the most famous scenes of the Cosby show. And that's the pilot, which is insane. But now he says, I brought you into this world and I'll take take you out. out. Yeah. I mean, that's his, he was basically doing his act. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So he's doing, which is funny is that, cause that's what you end up doing a lot is you end up doing a lot of your stand up in just on a kitchen table. He's doing like the pushing the baby out and he's a doctor and he's at, uh, he's at the hospital doing just his stand up act. But it was, that's the pilot is, you know, I mean, some of them are bad, but that one, is unbelievable how good it is. Modern Family's got a really good pilot too. Uh, and then, but now a lot of shows, I mean, you got to be good out the gate, but they're making the whole series. So I'm sure that helps and maybe in a way, cause you're writing eight scripts yeah. or 10 scripts. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have an, I mean, you're, as you write this, you're like, okay, we kind of got this. I mean, sure stuff's going to change, but your difference of it being bad and good is not as drastic. Right. Uh, all right, who wants to go? You can go first since you're the uh, is the level of fan. Talking about favorite episodes, favorite Seinfeld episodes. Favorite, yeah. uh, I think, well, the obvious ones, the contest, all the iconic ones. I'd say the one that I really like the most is the opposite. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. Is that the one where they all mm-hmm. do the opposite of what their instincts are? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That and the Bizarro World episode. Yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorites, and then. Um, all the ones with Banya, he's like my favorite character yeah, on the that soup. show. And yeah, he's only I, I in a few episodes, down. right? I think he's yeah. in like four. He recurs a decent bit. Yeah, but he, but I think when you look back, it's only like four or five episodes. That's all? I think so. He's in, um, yeah, that's funny. And he's a stand-up comic. You've worked with him. I did work with him, yeah. yeah. Steve Heitner is his name. Really nice yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, all right. What's the next? Sorry, How's it good? we've That's been right. like two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah. This is a long one. Yeah, uh, I just uh, realized how long it was. Um, I'll go quick. I said uh, the little kicks is one of the best ones in my opinion because that's yeah. also Jerry bootlegging the movie. Um, ah, that's you know what? That, I mean, that's a, the the bootleg movies. So, uh, yeah, I mean that's unbelievable. That that one uh, we just talked about. It. That's one it of was, mine. You're still yeah. in mine. The yeah. where he goes the. He goes, you're doing feature films, buddy. Yeah, he's talking yeah. about bootleg, and he's like, this isn't... This is, yeah. Uh, yeah, that one's an amazing one. Yeah. That storyline, well, every storyline's good. What's the George storyline in that? Um, he's the bad guy. He's the, yeah, bad, he's boy. the bad boy. Oh, he's the bad boy. Yeah, yeah. Elaine Elaine's, does the dance. Yeah, yeah the little kid. And then sense. Jerry and Kramer. That's a pretty bootleg. unreal episode. Yeah. When did they start doing where there was multiple plots, and then they all connected at the end? Because that became like the signature thing for that show. I just read, it was like, season one was only like four or five episodes. It was like season two, maybe the third episode in. Yeah. Okay. And then I got the puffy shirt and uh, the slicer. Yeah. And so uh, the puffy shirt, I just love that one because that's when George is moving back in to with his parents. And he's complaining to Jerry and like they're going back and forth on whose parents are worse. And uh 
George is like, my, my father wears sneakers in the pool. <laughs> and then, you know, that he's like, my mother's never smirked, never tee hee, not a <laughs> laugh. And he's like a giggle. He's like, Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the slicer's great because, you know, they Kramer's slicing all those meats. And, like, he's like, I haven't had a good sandwich in 13 years. And, like, you know, throws around yeah. Jerry's sandwich. He's like, me either. <laughs> and the slicer's your third episode? Yeah. Yeah, the slicer one's a pretty unbelievable episode. Very it's good. better than you think. Yeah. Because uh, all of the storylines are the Kramer buys the slicer. Yeah. Elaine has a slicer, breaks the slicer. They got to feed that cat next yeah. door. Uh, and and then they go, uh, they do the, and George takes the picture out yeah. with, uh, that's the first, Kruger. that's the first Kruger. Yes. Kruger's my favorite character. Kruger is phenomenal. As far as like not a part of the main, Kruger's yeah. unreal. So that's the first Kruger. Yeah. Cause look at this picture right here, George. Yeah. Uh, he goes, that same thing. They take that. I mean, uh, when Kramer goes in there and, uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. And he goes, well, I could go either way on you, George, but. We need somebody, so yeah, can, you know, whatever. And the, and the pimple, yeah, pimple popper, MD. MD, yeah, yeah. We've talked about we've like which character we most identify with, and I don't know if you guys like, but for you, it's a lot Jerry because getting annoyed yeah. with little things that other people don't even notice. There's a lot of Kramer though yeah. because he's always got some new like I'll be like. I'm going to try to do this. He's like, oh, no, you don't need to do this diet. You need to do – he's got some crazy yeah. diet or some some new product yeah. that you got to try. So there's a lot of – you're a yeah. mix between Jerry and Kramer, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you're Newman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's some there. Yeah. yeah. Another – my favorite – one of my favorite lines is the show. Well, what's your episodes? Because it might be one of your episodes. All right. I got uh, – I want to mention some honorable mentions here. Yeah. Uh, the Boyfriend, that's Keith Hernandez. Yeah. yeah. The Hamptons, uh, mm -hmm. the Puffy Shirt, Kiss Hello, the Marble Rye. Yeah. The Jimmy, the Chicken I Roaster. I Chicken Roaster. Yeah. The Marble Rye was underrated. I watched it last night because yeah. I wanted to kind of see about yeah. it. Those are my honorable So I got the Soup Nazi because I feel like all the storylines yeah. are very funny yeah. with armoire and yeah. the, and all that. Uh, the Little Kicks, which we've already mm -hmm. talked about, and the Pool Guy. Yeah, because that's movie phone. Yeah, and that's Ramon, the pool guy yeah, yeah, yeah. that hangs out with Jerry, and that's the worlds colliding with yeah. George and Susan. Yeah, it's wow. so great. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I'm almost picking like from those would be. I mean, the yeah, little kicks is unreal. Soup Nazi. Uh, you love Andrea Doria. Andrea Doria is my favorite. Yeah, uh, yeah. Andrea Doria is my favorite. Uh, that's when the George. Cause wait, what's the Jerry? Because Jerry's, what's Jerry's storyline? He's he's delivering mail for Newman. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Elaine. Elaine is told her date won't be making it because he's been stabbed. Yeah, he's yes, stabbed, that's yeah. great. We got to. Yeah. Oh, and oh, Kramer's cough. Andrea Doria. How's that not on your Andrea it's Doria? I, I have it as my fourth right here, but I thought we were doing. I didn't yeah. give it the honorable mention. Uh, you don't think it's uh. I mean, I think it's great, but I think all those I mentioned are great too. Andrew Doria, dude, the storyline. I mean, uh, you don't the you, he, he's getting a, going to the vet Kramer to get dog. He goes, <laughs> yeah. I'd rather I'd take a vet over an MD any day. He's he slowly goes, turning uh, into a yeah. dog. The whole he goes, he's yeah. got a he's got to cure a chicken, a frog, a <laughs> dog, all in the same day. <laughs> Smuckers. Smuck. Uh, and then that oh, he's got that cough. Find the yeah. dog with that cough. Yeah. And then the. Tells of Costanza. Oh, yeah. I mean, when he goes and does all the, he's just banging on the <laughs> wall. He's like, 
He goes, oh, sorry, go ahead. And he sits down. He's like, come on. He's that old man. <laughs> Ahoy, matey. Oh, dude. And he walks down that aisle, and he's going in. Ahoy, matey. And he just says that to the guy that. Uh, and in the, in the beginning, when she's like, he was an Andrea Doria survivor, and he goes, oh, it's quite some fire. Shipwreck. I remember. I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say Andrea Doria. I mean, I could be talked into a few uh, yeah. little kicks. That's an unreal episode. Soup Nazi would be in there. Yeah. I just watched that one. That's, I mean, it's such a legendary episode. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I'd never picked the contest. The contest is everybody's favorite episode, but I think they like it for what they're talking about and not using the words. I don't remember. Like, it's never, that to me is like you're picking it for that reason instead of like really breaking down why you like the episode. A good pick, Aaron. Uh, uh, no, I think it's a great. Fair. I mean, it is it is iconic for that reason. It's yeah. for that reason. I know, it's but it, so I like, like I'm not I'm not saying you. I actually sure. kind of forgot what you picked. To be honest, <laughs> that's all right. So I wasn't really saying that you. I'm saying in general, the contest is always ranked as the number one mm-hmm. episode for everybody. And I mean, what's the whole storyline of the contest? Is it John F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, and yeah. Jerry's dating a virgin. Yeah. And uh, George goes to his mom in the yeah. hospital. And there's a the, girl yeah, across woman. the street. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a girl, and the girl across, across the street. And the window. Yeah, it's 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 very sexualized. Yeah. I just think they choose it. It is extremely. It's a remarkable. I'm not yeah. saying take anything away from it. Yeah. But I always think that there's better episodes. Yeah. yeah. As, as a whole than that. Uh, the other one I would say marine biologist. Yeah. That's one. Here's the thing. That's one that everybody always says. Is it's always ranked as the top above Andrea Doria. The whole series is not that the show is it's not one of their strongest. This storyline with Jerry, the t-shirt, and all that is like who cares? The Marine about George's storyline is unbelievable mm-hmm. in that one. But the rest of it's not that good. Mm-hmm. But George's is the scene at the end in the diner where he's unbelievable. Yeah, it's one so of the best good. scenes in the with show. The, the C was angry yeah. that day, my friend. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the best scenes in the show. I'm completely the whole George him lying about I don't know he's, he's why did you why could you say I was being an architect he's like I don't know where I'm at on Galapagos <laughs> Islands yeah. sea turtles the what's the whale line it's a uh, fish mammal it's a mammal yeah what is it the, yeah. the you know, as George said the uh, they had the blue whale is the largest animal in the sea largest mammal in the sea but as George always says doesn't, doesn't have, have to be, be. <laughs> like uh, they have too much blubber he's studying yeah. blubber he yeah, got yeah. more blubber but. Yeah, that whole that whole run is unbelievable, and uh, that that but I don't think that whole episode is that good, and I think people, yeah, I think they think about that the sea was angry that different, and so then that immediately is like, well, that's number one, and but if you really look at it, then that's where I think Andrea Doria is pretty flawless in the fact that everybody is. Mm-hmm. The, every storyline is like un, un, that's what you got to go do. You got to really go through it and look at every storyline. I think the money is really good too because I think it contains maybe the best scene in Seinfeld, uh, or not maybe not yes. the best, but it has one of the better lines in Seinfeld when George is like him and Jared debating whose parents have more money, and uh, he's like, you know, they he goes to his parents' house and starts asking about like basically his family, and uh, he's like. How old was Aunt Baby when she died? Yeah, or, can you tell me a little bit about Aunt Baby? And Frank just looks at the ceiling and goes, she's deceased. <laughs> they keep talking. It's like, how old would Aunt Baby been today, Frank? She would have never made it. <laughs> yeah. And just like. Unbelievable line. She never would have Completely neglects whether, like the question, just yeah, the fact yeah. that. But she how old would she be? It. She never yeah. would have made it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Festivus. 
No, yeah. the Festivus might Festivus. actually be up there yeah, for it's me. Gotta be good. The Festivus, the, you know, there's been some doll. Oh, she was. Yeah. I mean, when Kramer takes that job, he puts his coat in the, yeah. the, the case that <laughs> the bagels go in. Yeah, the, the bagels like, like it's the, the showcase, right? When they yeah. walk in, and he just jams his coat. A very underrated little thing that I don't think people really yeah. see because it's very quick, but it's ridiculous yeah. <laughs> that he put it there. H and H bagels. Yeah. We might have to do a whole entire Seinfeld episode one time. Uh, we're such big fans of it, we can really break it down. Yeah. Uh, there's a co- podcast called Seincast. I, have no, I don't know anything. I just saw it on something. Never listened to it, but they do. They break down every episode if you're yeah. a diehard Seinfeld fan. Uh, and maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. Go let us know. I've never watched or listened to it. Uh, all right. Was there anything else that we missed? Or no? You you asked me to look up the most watched TV events in world history. Yes. Uh, number one, the 1996 Olympics opening ceremonies where Muhammad Ali lit the the torch. Mm-hmm. 3.6 billion people God, watched wow. it it's crazy. worldwide. Crazy. A lot of them were Olympics or World Cups and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 So the most ever is that. Yeah. 3.6 That's billion. That's nuts. Yeah. And then YouTube stuff. Like YouTube has billions. Oh, yeah. YouTube. The, well, the one thing that we looked up was the thing you mentioned either, that LOL tournament. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Legal Legends. Yeah. It had over, well, I mean, we've talked about that before in the sports episode. It had more viewers. It had 100 million viewers in 2019. The Super Bowl had 98 million viewers. Yeah. It was the most watched. Um, there's a wow. there's a video, music video. I already forgot what Charlie Puth, I will see you again. No, it's it? Des- Despacito. I don't even know how to say it. Despacito. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. It's got somebody else. 7 yeah, yeah. billion views. It's the most viewed yeah. Crazy. on YouTube. 7 yeah. billion. Seven billion. Yeah. How many people are on Earth? Seven billion. <laughs> Almost eight, I think. Yeah. Is it really? I thought it was more than that. Huh? I, was more no, I think that. it's seven point something. Yeah, billion. that's crazy, dude. All right. This one was uh I mean, way by far the longest. <laughs> yep. Uh I mean, I don't even know. Two uh, two and a half hours? I don't know. Is it yeah. something? Is it two and a half? Two twenty-four. Ugh. Too long. Uh, it's yeah. way too long. Two twenty-four. Well, I hope you have a long day at work, and this is <laughs> and this will be right up your alley. Uh, everybody, please watch John Augustine U.S. Open Masters. Follow him. Unbelievable golfer. Great guy. Uh, we're all gonna we root for him hard. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Thanks for please subscribe. Do all that stuff. Leave in the comments the ratings. That's been wonderful. We love you all, and uh, see you next week. Bye. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Nate Land Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. And please remember to leave us a rating or a comment. Nate Land is produced by me, Nate Bargetti, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Consulting in partnership with Center Street Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. 
Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.